1: Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? You idiot! You fool! Hey, dummy!
0: This is the Ignorance is Blast podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots! All right, we are into the top twenty-five of the top forty episodes of all time, and this one is a lengthy one. It's a deep one. There's crying. There's laughing. There's Learning, and it's with one of my good friends, Dulce Sloan. It's so funny. At the time this was recorded, 2017, she was living down the street from me in a studio apartment in Highland Park. She then got The Daily Show, lived in New York for years, crushed it as a correspondent, and now she's back in L.A. living in a house she bought. So what a fucking ride she's been on since we recorded this. Now, this was recorded long before many people were really aware of, uh I want to say white people were aware of what really black Americans were dealing with if they didn't know any, if they weren't in a town where they had a lot of black people or they didn't read the news, and that is just the unfortunate reality. I received a lot of messages at the original release thanking me uh You know, a lot of white, mostly women, just, you know, having the same realization I had when I originally, you know, learned all these things was, oh, fuck, oh, God, I had no idea because we don't get taught those things. As it turns out, we uh, are like most Midwestern families. Uh, Our government just sweeps the bad things we've done under the rug. Anyways, uh, for those who still aren't in the know for some reason... Uh, Black Lives Matter didn't start in June of 2020, (sighs) and neither did the issues leading up to everyone marching and, I mean, in all reality, having to continue to do so for the time being. But we talk about that. We talk about progress, how far we've come, how far we need to go, and you just get a look at the life, what it's like experiencing the world as a black woman in America. Uh, it's a deep conversation, but as I said, there are some laughs, and I know you enjoyed this one because it wouldn't be here in the countdown if you didn't, and so I'm going to shut the fuck up and let you enjoy it if you have not heard it. With no further ado, here is episode 25 of the top 40 of all time episodes, Not Your Sassy Black Lady, with the incredible say slow.
1: We're
0: on! Hello! <laughs> Hi! welcome back you guys it's ignorance is blessed <gasps> oh my god my guest this week is amazing <laughs> she's the best she's one of my bestest best friends her name's dulce sloan hello little girl hey that's all of you i'm a big girl uh but the, li- <laughs> the listeners are little girls all of you um i'm kidding don't no i'm not you are you all are little girls um hello young lady hi other young lady i don't know i'm a woman maybe hello young woman <laughs> young yeah. woman i'm a woman I don't feel like a woman. God. I don't, oh. I don't feel like an adult. Do you, yeah. Is there a point, do you think, where one day we'll be like, I feel grown
1: up now? I asked my mom, who's in her 50s. And I was like, Mama, you feel like a grown up? She's like, every day? No. <laughs> and I asked my old boss, who's like 10 years younger than my mom. I was like, Gabby, you feel like an adult? She's like, of course. Why would I not feel like she an She thought adult? you were crazy, and you are like... I was like, oh, okay. But then I forgot like, she escaped communism. Oh. So I, I guess that'll uh, grow you up fast. Right. I feel like
0: I felt more of an adult, like an adult, like when I was growing up in my house. And now I'm like, it's probably a lot harder for comedians to ever get to the point where we feel like full adults. Cause like we literally
1: play for a living. My mom works at a warehouse. So. Oh man. Well, if
0: your mom doesn't feel like an adult every day. We're no, just... she
1: had this office job. Like she retired from working in an office and I just has like this other job. And she, uh, I don't know if she ever felt like. A grown up. She hasn't always acted like a grown up. No, no.
0: When you were growing up, was she like? She's goopa. Like I remember as a
1: kid, like me and my brother, we was when we lived in Miami, and we were in a room like playing or something. Cause I was like ten, so my brother was like eight, and my mom just kicks in the door <laughs> and yells "Mortal Kombat" and then just walked back in the living room.
0: Oh my God! Your yeah. mom kicking in door stories are way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> my mom kicks in doors and she's like, who spilled cereal in the kitchen? It was you, All mom. other
1: times she's busting in the door and be like, hey, <laughs> like, why aren't the dishes done? Like, why do we even have doors?
0: <laughs> doors have way too much power. Would you consider your mom a strong black woman? Oh, of course. Yeah? Would yes. you consider yourself a strong black woman?
1: Yeah, by default. By default. I mean, like, I have a bit about it. Like, I'm an alpha female who was raised by an alpha female who was raised by an alpha female who grew up on a farm. Oh, so man. yeah, <sighs> the well, strong black woman thing is exhausting. Is exhausting. It's do you get tiring.
0: Do you get tired of it? Yes. Do you feel like Do you feel like you have to be strong? Yes. Yeah. Do you think that's like a social construct or a necessity?
1: Both. Both. Yeah. Well, it's a necessity because, like, when I had like like it was like two weeks ago. Where I just didn't feel good. Yeah. And I was just kind of like laying in the bed and I was just kind of like sad. I was just sad. Yeah. And I couldn't and wouldn't talk to anybody Like about you it. wouldn't let
0: yourself be sad. No. Or talk I, about it to someone no, else. No, because
1: there was like certain people. I'm like, okay, there's specific people I can talk to about this. Yeah. And that's, there's only certain people that I let see that side of me.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like, uh, like because you're black do you think it's a thing in the black community like you're not allowed to show emotional weakness
1: you're not allowed to show you can but it's towards other black women yeah okay only other black women will get it like
0: they're the only ones who really understand your struggle
1: right so like the times i'm like i'm really upset i'll like call like one of my friends who she's like a couple years older than me but i know i can talk to her and she'll completely understand and she's a comic too yeah. So she'll completely understand where I'm coming from, and she knows, you know, she understands more. But like, mental illness isn't a thing that we address. Or no, a- no, 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 no. Going to a therapist is some white people shit. Like, yeah. It's not. No. You talk to your, you talk to your mom. You talk to your friends. You talk to your family, and then you just get over it. Because it's like you have other things to worry about.
0: Yeah. Do you think that? stigma negatively impacts the mental health of the black community or do you think it's like okay
1: definitely because it's like you can't like i just remember like i was like oh i think i might be depressed sorry i think i might be depressed and i remember i was laying in bed and i think i was like listening to amy winehouse (laughs) (laughs) i'm like like, oh depression is the same for all women (laughs) right let's just double this down and my mother busted the door and was like what are you doing turn that off get up and i was like but i'm sad She's like anybody got time for this? get your ass off this bed <laughs> and jack knight had a joke about it too like he felt the same way like he was kind of like depressed and he had a joke about it. his mom just going get your ass up we're not doing this
0: yeah you think it's a privilege to get to like be depressed
1: i think it's sometimes yeah it's like if you're busy like
0: not to be depressed, but to be able to, like, express your depression, to I To be able to wallow in it, yeah. Yeah. Because it's, like... You have to be in a position where, like, it's not life
1: or death if you don't go to work, or... Right, but it's, like, you're too busy being oppressed to be depressed. Yeah, is that how you feel as uh as Yeah, a because, woman? like, oh, my God, I got so many things to... So, wait, I'm sad about my life, and then I could be killed by the police. Cut like, one work. of these I gotta figure out. I can't figure out the cop thing. Yeah. So... I gotta figure out me. I gotta figure out like I gotta get up, like you can't, and it's also things always like you gotta we got passed through so much shit, and you're gonna lay down being sad and get your black ass up, like it's just okay, so you feel a responsibility
0: because of what like black people have been through that it's yeah, like,
1: it's like get up, like you don't have.
0: It's hard. It's been so hard, and even right. though there's so far to go, people have fought so hard. So you feel like you have a responsibility to like keep going,
1: right? Because it's like, okay, my grandmother went through Jim Crow, yeah, and so my grandparents went through Jim Crow, and had to get through that, and then before that there was slavery. And I'm just gonna lay in a bed and be sad. And because you're like, it's I'm cloudy, lonely. yeah. No, we should be the ones that are the most crazy, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, we should be the most nuts.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree that uh, given the oppression that's been put on black people, it like to me when people go, uh, when people try to use riots, you know, like when, when there will be a protest that turns into a riot and people go like, well, that, well, that's not the answer either. And it's like, you, it surprises me how calm the black community Remains for the majority of like peaceful protesting because to me it's like you
1: can only put someone through so much shit
0: before they're eventually gonna just. Well, we
1: peacefully protested and we had dogs and hoses sicked on us. Yeah, we had peaceful protests and people were killed. In we peaceful protests, people were lynched. People disappeared. So it's when we didn't fight back, it we were that still bad. murdered. How do you feel? Yeah, like you could get pulled over for a tail light and end up dead. Do you Have you ever been pulled over? I mean, I've been pulled over a few times, yeah. Yeah? Were you scared? Yes. But I got pulled over by, like, I remember one time I got pulled over and I made sure to put my hands on the glass. Yeah. And it was a black cop that pulled me over and he pulled me over and I, he was like, and he was walking up to the car and I went to reach for my license and I was like, oh, what am I doing? Just and keep put your my hands. hands on the glass is that something you were taught yeah keep your hands in plain sight yeah never put your hands where they can't see them yeah and i had my hands on the glass and i rolled my window down and he's like what are you doing <laughs> and i'm like i was making sure you could see my hands he's like what why and i'm like so you're didn't? You're think not you not gonna trick me what the fuck are you talking about dude and i was like so you didn't think i was preaching for a weapon he's like oh girl you're fine i was like okay thanks oh <laughs> like, girl you're fine and i was like oh he's is like well, a, why were you like is I was this is like, a trick <laughs> I was like, this is fucking set up. I was like, I'm going. I was like, I was reading my license. He's like, oh, the light. He really pulled me over because the light that illuminated my license plate was out. Was out. OK. And he was like, did you know that? And I was like, no, I'm never behind my yeah, own. Why car. would I be
0: and like at night staring at the back of my own car? How?
1: How could I? Yeah. So I didn't know. And he was like, yeah, I get that fixed. You got a warning and just let me go. But That's I nice. right. I've been pulled over. Is it? Have you been pulled over by white cops? Yeah. Does that scare you more? Yes. Yeah? I mean, look at... If you look at who's been killed by the unarmed black people that have been killed... It's mostly white cops. I haven't. I don't remember any black cop killing an unarmed black person.
0: Let me ask you... Okay, so... Cops killing black people has been going on... Forever. Forever. Were you taught that at a young age? Yes. Yeah. How old were you when someone told you that you need to, like be extra careful around the cops elementary school elementary school okay like very young because i young. went
1: to a school in the suburbs a very white school and they're like if you need help go to the police and the black kids and the latino kids are like mm, okay. Uh, okay these like, white people are crazy I was like, what are <laughs> and we're like we're like we're like what and it's like well if you're lost like if you can't find your mom you need to, you know, ask a cop for help. And again, the black and Latino kids were like, why mm. wouldn't I know where my mom is? Oh, oh, you guys, your parents don't just want, like, leave you to wander? That's crazy. <laughs> you never get to wander through a store. Well, ever. it's also
0: like, I am only just thinking about this right now, but it's like, part of me is like, well, white parents don't pay attention, but it's like, yeah, it's because they feel like, uh, back, maybe not as much now, because there's all like people fearing kidnapping
1: and shit, but like, back then it's like, I don't need to worry about. No, kidnappings are, my mother grew up in Florida and she grew up in Miami Florida has always had the highest child abduction rates in the country. Yeah. So a kid going missing in Florida was always an issue. Yeah. Shore. Okay. Because if you think about the show, what was it? America's Most Wanted. Mm. That guy's kid went missing in like 1980 and they never found the kid. That's crazy. And never found his body ever. Nothing. I wonder if they're just out there. He might be alive. But he if he's in a bunker like Kimmy Schmidt? like Right. But like they don't know what happened to that boy. <sighs> so... Kids going missing has always been. But so when you heard your
0: school say go to the police, you were you already knew like, like that's no not, fuck this. I'm that's not. not cool. What am I?
1: What can he do? If I can't find my mom, there's a bigger problem. Yeah,
0: it's like if I don't have the mental devices to know my phone number or my address, like.
1: Because, like, I knew my phone number, I knew my address, I knew my mom's phone number. So is he going to give you a ride home? Why would you be that far away from home without your parents? Why do I not know where my... Like, that just seemed an illogical thing to me. Yeah. Why would I not know where my mother is?
0: Yeah, you're like, That's wait, why just... is this even a thing? Who... I'm like, who goes... Who doesn't? You're six. Like, why the fuck would you want to know where you're... It's all fun and games till your parents leave you in a shitty diner and then the cops have to give you a ride home. But, you know... <laughs> it's different for all of us. It is quite different. Um, uh, I... Hmm... So for white people, I think that part of white privilege has been the luxury to believe for a lot of people to believe that racism is gone or it's not as bad as it is. Yeah. And so I think a lot of white people seeing these videos of like cops,
1: you know, killing unarmed black people. Or the video at the pool party in Texas where a grown man was leaning on a 14 year old girl's back. Yeah. Had her pinned to the ground. And She's I in think a bathing suit. What can she do? She that girl probably weighed 120 pounds.
0: That I mean, it's disgusting. And I think a lot of white people's reaction was, is to think like, "Oh, this is some new out
1: of control thing." They the thing is, if you talk to older white people, they don't think that. You really think that? No, they, you older. If you talk to older white people who remember integration like from the south no that's not it's not it is it's all of the country has always been racist okay the worst race riots one of the worst race riots during uh the civil rights movement was in boston there was grown men trying to flip a bus full of children it was in boston jesus that's some that fucking if like you ever to see the movie the boston de- now if you ever <laughs> see the movie The departed that's how the movie opens talking about that incident Jesus. And nobody ever talks about that part. But I was like, "Oh, okay. Damn. So just because there wasn't Jim Crow in the north doesn't mean that there wasn't racism, race, r- discrimination. Discrimination. You still couldn't move in a certain neighborhoods."
0: Yeah. Do you think that's still true though?
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know I asked that.
0: <laughs> I ask that so sincerely as if I, like, don't live on earth. The fact that... In a gentrified th- area of town where, like, it's very tense.
1: Well, and then, like, <laughs> if you think about, like, um when the housing bubble happened, like, in, two, what was it, 2007? 2000, maybe 8 or 9, I think. So when all that shit happened, when they went back and looked at all those subprime loans, blacks and yeah. Latinos had higher, they always have higher interest rates. Okay. They always have, it's always...
0: And it th- and that's a matter of, uh, like, are black and Latino people treated differently on a credit basis yes. from the get-go? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I don't trust you to pay this back type of thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: And also, I know that you don't get the financial education that a lot of other people get, that white people get.
0: Oh, so I don't know that you'll be able to get a job that can afford to pay this back or I know
1: you don't know what this paper means. Oh, okay. And that's the assumption. It's you don't know. You don't know what you're signing up for. Yeah. So can, I can take advantage of you. Right. Which happens to a lot of people because that what happens yeah. to a lot of poor people across the not poor people, lower income people yeah. or middle class people trying to buy a house. I my think the place, same thing
0: happens with student loans too. Is that? Right.
1: And so there's higher interest rates that they'll put on, on students of color that okay. they'll do that too. Um, But yeah, housing has always been discriminatory. The most segregated city in the country is Chicago. Yeah. That's not the South.
0: God, that's true.
1: Some of the most segregated cities in the country aren't in the South. If you look at all the shootings of unarmed black people, a lot of them aren't in the South.
0: Yeah. Okay. Do you think um Do you think there's just the same amount of racists everywhere across America, or do you think there are regions where it's worse?
1: I think where it's worse for me is where black people don't live.
0: Because people are like extra Because you've never do you think it's like do you think some of it could be based more in in ignorant fear than actual hatred? Like, do you think in towns where there's no black people, there could be white people that have just, you know, see the media portrayal of black people and
1: then they go. Yeah, like that. It's easier to hate something you've never met before. Yeah. Like I was out here doing a show and I met a white lady from Mississippi. And she's in her 50s. She has a very heavy southern accent. Hey, and y'all. And she said she's heard people say more racist stuff about black people in Los Angeles. Than in Mississippi. Than in Mississippi. And she said that people assume that she's more, that she's. More racist. Or just racist, period. Because she's from Mississippi. Because she's from Mississippi. And she said she was explaining to the white people at her job, she was like, I grew up with black people. Yeah. She said, y'all have never, I said they've never, she's like, most of them don't have any black friends. Some of them have never really associated with black people other than at work. Yeah. She said, I grew up with them. Yeah. So I'm not going to say that the South is this big integrated utopia, but the South is the only place in the country that has been forced to, the, yeah, they had to enter. Now. They
0: have, you have to interact with black. You people. have
1: to, you have to, you have to. But even before that, when you had, you know, the end of slavery and people were, you know, you they had schools integrating and stuff like that. You were forced to interact and before you already interacted. Yeah. Even if it was like a domestic situation, Mm -hmm. you had a black woman in your home. You didn't see her as an equal, but your kids saw her and your kids raised your kids. She raised your kids.
0: So they felt fondly towards her. So like you had to see her at least as some type of human.
1: Right. So you could see your kids at least saw. Yeah. Oh, this is a woman that loves me and takes care of me. But you could still, or you could just treat her like she's a servant, but you still interacted with a black person.
0: And it's like, do you think that interacting, do you think more interaction between people would help reduce racism if people could just? Yes. Because I think. It's easy to hate something you don't know. To like dehumanize a person based on like, this is what they look like, so I'm going to make assumptions about them. Right.
1: Do you think the internet makes it worse? Uh, I think it makes it easier. Makes it easier. Okay. If you want to find something, like, there was this thing, that a post that I saw, where somebody had cr- said made these t-shirts that said, black women are trash. Jesus. Somebody made these t-shirts, and, you know, the site got shut down or whatever, and they were trying to figure out who made the shirt, and they couldn't figure out who the fuck. They couldn't, like, trace it back to anybody? Not really, but they were, like... But the fact that somebody even made it. Or the fact that when I go on Facebook, you can see people... Like, it's their Black Lives Matters t-shirt, but they're on white models. Do you... Let's talk about that. Let's explore that.
0: Uh, The Black Lives Matter movement. Yes. Uh, I think that... Because there is this whole All Lives Matter thing. And what do you think... How would you explain Black Lives Matter to a person who who goes, I don't understand don't all lives matter? Not a hateful like fuck but but if someone genuinely was just like, Why why is it Black Lives Matter?
1: Because you've been told for so long that they don't.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of like even though the statement and I not I feel calling it a brand seems like a weird word to use, but like Would it be fair to explain to a person like that to go, like, really, it means Black Lives Matter, too? Like. Yeah. Okay. And in that aspect. So it's like, this is also a question from sort of a question from one of the listeners. Um, So you see a Black Lives Matter shirt on a white lady. Um, Is that not okay? Do you think
1: that, like, white people shouldn't? No, there's not that it's not okay. Because the thing is, is that with everything that's going on, especially what happened in Charlottesville, Last weekend, it's white people need to start talking to white people. Yeah. We've been doing this for a very long time. And it shouldn't be on us. To educate. To educate. Because if I'm looking at you, if I'm having this conversation. Yeah. We're already at a point where it's like you're already thinking that. That's not what I want to say. If I'm having a conversation with someone about Black Lives Matter, the fact that we're having the conversation and you're having the All Lives Matter was a pushback. The same thing when Black Girl Magic came out. Yeah. It was the pushback of white girl magic. And it was like, what is the fear? And that's what the issue is. It's that... Like, why are people afraid of black people being treated equally? This is what I think it is. A friend of mine told me that a white dude at a bar said to him that he doesn't understand why black people haven't burned the country down
0: i mean i get it i get it
1: and he said if it was us we'd have destroyed the country
0: well yeah well that goes into the i mean
1: i had a girl from ireland say to me i was in portland talking to this, like straight off off the island ireland and uh she was saying that she was like why didn't black people do what we did to get? Why the didn't black people do what we did? Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly what was that's exactly what she said. She was like, I don't understand why. She's like, well, the civil rights movement didn't work, and I was like, I think you're tr- the ice is so thin you're on right now. You're skating on. You're water. like, Phew. and I was like, okay, keep going. And she was like, well, why didn't you all, you know, go up in arms and bomb them and, you know, kick them you know we were being oppressed by the british and we kicked them out of ireland why haven't you done the same thing to white people i said cuz you had a country to kick them out of ah and she was going back and forth with me and i said listen to what i'm saying you had a country to kick them out of you had a home you had a home i'm from here yeah you can't kick other i can't kick Americans white people out of, out of america yeah I have nowhere to go back to. There's no, not going to be a sovereign black. No, that's not going to like, it's, it's not, we can't go to a reservation. Like there's not. Do not black people work.
0: ever theorize that? Or did they ever go like, Maybe Oh, there was we always can. Marcus
1: Garvey thought the same thing. Like uh, the civil
0: war, but for races afterward. You know what I mean?
1: When Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Yeah. Which is not something that he did altruistically. He did it to handicap the South.
0: Uh-huh. It so had, they it could get an, their work done.
1: It was a power move. It had nothing to do with the rights of black people. Yeah. It was, if we free the slaves, we're going to fuck up the South's money. Cause, not cause gonna, you guys were, I mean, you guys, was, but black people did all the work on plantations, were, it was free labor. Yeah. And it was a business. The biggest, one of the biggest slave markets in the country was in New York city.
0: Wall oh. Street started
1: with slave money. Was there still was slaves at that, that time?
0: Hmm? Was there slaves at the that time in
1: like New York and stuff? That was one of the biggest slave trades. they had outlawed. They'd ended slavery in New York, but they did not end the sale of slaves. You just couldn't own a slave. You couldn't own a slave, but someone from the South could come buy
0: slaves. Someone, yes. You so could, they could do a slave trade. They just couldn't have. Yes, you couldn't employ the slave slaves. trade. You was just had not. to
1: pay people. Aha, uh-huh. the slave trade was not illegal. Oh. Slaves working was the slave trade was not illegal, so there is an artist I cannot remember her name because I'm bad at that, and she's a black woman and she stood in different places around Manhattan, uh, and she was completely nude on white heels, and she was like, "This is amazing. This is a slave market." And she was all around Manhattan. She's like, "This was a slave market. This was was a slave market. Slaves were sold here. Slaves were sold here." Uh, there was a garden in New York where they had found like. Artifacts from African slaves. Holy shit. So we were everywhere. We were everywhere. And it's. That's the thing that's the most difficult because I saw a post online and was like, you should be glad that black people want equality and not revenge. I mean. Because I said to her, because she's like, why? So the Irish chick was like, well, why didn't y'all do that? I said, y'all had a country to kick them out if we don't. Yeah. And I brought up Abraham Lincoln to say after he freed the slaves, he also wrote you know a uh I don't know what it is a doctrine or something and he was like we're never going to know what to do with them because they're never going to be seen as Americans and they can't go back to Africa. Wow. He knew that already. But they did start to try to send them back. That's how Liberia started. Really? Liberia is a country that was established for Return? For, for Yeah, for former slaves. So sometimes you meet people from Liberia, they have European last names because it was the slave owner's last name. Like, i go to a girl from Liberia, last name's Cooper.
0: Liberia is the return counter. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: And so the U.S. was, like, shipping. Because they were like, what are we going to do? We They're never going to be seen as Americans. They're never going to be seen as equals.
0: Like, there's no way. Do you think... Yeah, probably not then. Because I was going to say, do you think there was people who very innocently thought the same thing, but were like,
1: I know other people won't feel that way? Or do you think all white of course, people were cause like- Of course, because there were probably people who were like, like right before slavery ended, there were already, it might only been like five, ten years out of Africa. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, it, I'm going back. And then there were other ones who were generations here. and it's So like, they're like, this is all I've had. I don't where I'm do I here. I'm here. I'm this. Because it's like... Because you didn't have your language. You didn't have your religion. You didn't have where you were from. Yeah. And every black person now is descended from so many places. Yeah, do you even know where you're from? There's, I think, the biggest... Because my mom got her genetic testing done. Okay. And I think the biggest hit that we had, I mean, was, I think, Nigeria. Nigeria, okay. So... But most of, but there were 15 countries that slaves came out of. Okay. So any American black person who's a descended from a slave could be from 15 different countries. Yeah. So, <sighs> you know, when the person's like, oh, go back to Africa. <laughs> some God, do, that's such a dumb sentence. Well, it was one thing because it was just like one. We didn't get on that boat because we wanted to. Yeah, we weren't like, oh, it's the Titanic. Yes, let's do this. Oh, cruise life. Fuck this, con- fuck this continent. We're out of here. Also, Africa's a continent, not a country. Can we clear that up? Oh, my God. Um, there's 52 countries on that continent. That's so funny when people are like, they refer to
0: Africa as a country.
1: Really? Is Europe a country? Because you it's never like, think of Europe I like mean,
0: that. I mean.
1: People never talk about Europe like it's a country unless they're real ignorant. Uh, well, yeah. Like, oh, so some, I heard this conversation one day. I was like, well, why don't they just go back to Africa? And so I was like, and there was, was two white people talking. And it was I like, well, I mean, probably just go back to Africa. This dude was like, are we just, he's like, well, we can go back to Europe. And the white dude went, what? He's like, we're not from here either. Yeah. Yeah. How enraging is that when like. Oh, it's very aggravating. Because I had a dude say that to me one time. You can go back to Africa. So you can go back to Europe. <sighs> I was like, he was like, what? I said, you're not from here. Yeah, your, your great grandmother was, was, stolen. was not an Indian princess. Then if she is, she's not. There's no feudal system. So your great grandmother was an Indian princess. And yeah. You think she's in your family line because she fucking wanted to be. Yeah. You can go back to where you came from too. Both of us got here on boats. Yeah. You're yeah. not from here.
0: How did? Okay, so this past weekend that Charlottesville stuff happened, and by the time this comes out, it'll be a few weeks out. But like. Because we we mentioned the civil rights movement not too long ago, and we talked about uh, how black people were treated when they were protesting peacefully. Mm -hmm. Uh, How does it feel? How would you feel to see... Because there was this, like, white supremacist... With
1: guns and shit? With guns.
0: With guns. And there was, like, no... Where were the fucking police?
1: Um, I saw pictures of them, like, later on the outskirts of everything, and it's like, what do you... It's perplexing because it's when we peacefully protest, people come in riot, riot gear. gear. Like full gear. And when you see these... And you guys gear- don't
0: have... I like, Not to say you guys because it's like... How many of my friends like go to protest now? But it's like... I have never seen anyone doing a peaceful protest or a protest for something that's like equality-based human rights with any type of weapon. Right. Because it's like if you're showing up with a weapon, you're not trying to be peaceful. Uh-uh. And there were men... They all had guns, like a militia. Yeah. How does that feel to, I mean, are there words? There's probably no words. Sounds like America. Oh, man. it Sounds like America. Do you think, do you think there's any silver lining in that incident? What I mean is like. Oh, that they killed a white girl. Do you think that that's going to maybe like turn some heads and like yeah, actually open some girl. eyes?
1: When a white girl dies, people give a fuck. Yeah. The best thing that could have happened, and this sounds terrible, the best thing that could have happened is that a Nazi killed a white woman.
0: Because that'll make white people go, oh,
1: "Yes, this is bad. Oh, they're more terrible than we thought. Yeah, they're like, oh my God, they killed they white people. Cow, they drove a This man drove a car yeah. to a crowd of protesters. Yes, peaceful a, protesters. Peaceful protesters, and a white woman died? So now, people, you think this will spur action. Or right, at least just like when that unarmed white lady got killed, the problem with that... Uh-oh. The problem with that was that it was a black cop that shot her. Wait, so it was, uh, wasn't was it
0: a, an Arab cop?
1: He's Somali.
0: Okay, I just read the name. How And I didn't do any research. I'm going He's
1: Somali. But they kept saying it's... But when they put it up, it wasn't Somali-American. It wasn't African-American. It, just it said, was Somali-Muslim cop. That's how they were putting it out.
0: Oh, so when a minority commits a crime, they're not even seen as American anymore.
1: If he'd have just been a regular black cop, it'd probably been like black cop kills white woman. Yeah. This is the issue with a cop killing a white lady. If it was a white man, he's probably not going to get in trouble. Yeah. Oh, was well, he made a mistake. Business is you, He made a mistake white woman oh she definitely made a mistake she can't do her job yeah black woman I don't even know what the fuck they would say I can't even think um, and then a black dude he doesn't know how to do his job he needs to get fired yeah when it's a Somali Muslim cop when you put that on there then that is a hate mongering tactic yeah it's like a when you say Somali most people don't know that Somali is in Africa yeah, they're just like the pirate people, right? All oh, this pirate, this Muslim this pirate, pirate, pirate
0: pilot. I can't say words. Pirate this Muslim terrorist, pirate
1: cop. This Muslim terrorist pilot, uh, pirate cop. Now you got it's me hard saying to say. this shit. This <laughs> Muslim terrorist this pirate pilot cop. Pirate. Right, <laughs> right. Got you know killed this poor white, and she's Australian, so she's an immigrant too. Yeah, so there's just all this. So there's all these different layers, and with cops, do you think.
0: Because to me, another downside of that, in addition to obviously an innocent person getting killed, is that those isolated incidents where this was like clearly an accident are fuel for white people to go like, it happens to white people too. Right.
1: I mean, there was an unarmed white dude that got killed by the police um, and Black Lives Matter marched for him because they don't want anyone to get killed. Because they don't want anyone getting killed by the police. Right.
0: Because Black Lives Matter isn't about black lives being more important. It's about being seen as equal.
1: Right. So when there's a trans march, Black Lives Matter showed up. Yeah. Do you guys feel like, do you feel like black people show
0: up more for other causes than people show up for them? Yes. Yeah? We've always been like that. What is, okay. People don't
1: show up for us.
0: Yeah? No.
1: I'll show up for you. I know you will. It's too hard to justify it.
0: What is, on that note, let me look at this question. Okay. it's a, it's a weirdly phrased. It's from one of the listeners, but like. Uh, so for, as a white woman who wants to be an ally, right, is there some sort of line? Is there like things I should be doing parts of social justice that I can't be a part of the conversation in? I'm trying to think of like a specific, I know I'll think of specifics when we fucking quit, but like... <laughs> Like so for instance like me wearing a black lives matter shirt is that offensive? No. Okay.
1: Because it's going to cause white people to have a conversation with you. Okay. And the best thing that you can do is talk to another white person because we have been asked to be as seen as equals since slavery ended and everyone can have an excuse. Okay. Like I saw a tweet the other day and it was like A girl said, uh, what's that documentary on Netflix? Unhealthy me or what the health, what the health was like, you was like, you saw what the health on Netflix and made you become a vegetarian. But you've seen all these unarmed, unarmed black people get shot and you still are like, well,
0: isn't that insane? Yeah. Do you think
1: you don't? But when you are taught that we're. When you're taught, something is wrong. We're taught a group of people is X, X, and X. Yeah. Seeing those people in pain doesn't matter. The fact that black and Latino children are suspended at a higher rate. Yeah. Punished at a higher rate. Uh, I read an article the other day that said uh, black and Latino children when they are sick and in a hospital are less likely to get pain meds than white children. You know what
0: I read a study the other day, and it wasn't about children, but it was the same thing of they did a a study with doctors, and in this case, the doctors in the study were then made aware of what they were doing and real and realized and corrected but that uh minorities black and latino patients don't get offered don't statistically don't get offered the best treatment because unknowingly doctors were going in with this. Maybe knowingly, but, like, they had, you know, an assumption of the uh, the income right. of black and Latin people, so they don't offer the best care because it's too expensive. Like, black, white people are always offered the most expensive, best choice, but, like, oftentimes black and Latin people aren't even offered that, mm-hmm. which is sad. Because it's assumed that we're poor. Yeah. how is that frustrating? Yes.
1: Yeah? I go places and have to, like... A friend of mine who's a comic, he was saying that he went to go buy like a bed. Yeah. And these people were giving him a hard time and he's like, I have thousands of dollars. But they were treating him in like my bank account mm. and they were acting like, Well, you know, this bed is expensive. Because, like I've been saying, like, I can't wait to have my Selena moment. Yeah. Like you know that like in <laughs> I was like, which moment? Oh, well, gosh. now I get shot by you. Um <laughs> that, Um No, when she's in the dress shop and the girl's Mm -hmm. telling her she can't afford anything in there. And then she gets mobbed by every model employee.
0: Wow. But that
1: moment where someone has to realize, oh.
0: Oh, you can have money. I
1: I have. Way more money than they have, probably. Yes. I'm shopping in this store. You work here.
0: Yeah, it's like you can't afford anything here.
1: Right. And so my mom, when she came out here a couple years ago and was like on Rodeo Drive getting shit, she said, she said i gr-, she's like I grew up in the south. I remember integration. And some of the most racist things that ever happened to me have been in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah, I wish you getting a lot of like people following her around, people Either
1: people following her around or people ignoring her.
0: I have like
1: I hear stories about that and to me it's like I've been followed around more here than I have anywhere else.
0: I would just want to, like, go in a store like that, look at everything, look at a person, take out a wad of cash, and just, like, count through it, and then just leave, like, <clears throat>
1: fine. I was in a store in Santia, like an accessory store, and this lady was in there. There's a Latin lady, and her kid was in there tearing the shit up. Oh, man. Just throwing shit around, all this other stuff. And it was her and one of her friends. And I saw the woman stealing. Her oh. kids was throwing shit around. I saw her slipping shit in her purse.
0: Dude, so do you think that was all intentional? Probably. Like, draw attention away from her?
1: <gasps> I mean, her kids are probably just fucking bad anyway. Yeah. Just this particular woman. Yeah. Not all Latino women. No. That woman. Yeah. And then she had a friend with her. Both of them were stealing. Were people following you around? The man was following me around. Wow. And after a certain point, I was like, you need something? I don't need any assistance. So then I just started throwing shit on them. I just started dropping stuff on (laughs) them. And I was like, well, since you're going to follow me around, you need something. And I said it to him. Since you're going to follow me around, we're going to make sure you have something to do. And every once in a while, I just drop something while I'm watching this woman steal. Yeah. I wasn't going to dime the lady out. Yeah. I was going to let her fucking steal. You're like, oh,
0: yeah, because this is a racist establishment. Let her take things.
1: Fuck it. Let her take it. Yeah. Because this woman's got kids. You want to steal some rings and some headband? Fucking run it, lady. Go for it. Life is hard. Right. And so, and if I can help be the distraction while you fleece this motherfucker who's clearly a dickhead, who's clearly following this Korean man who's following you through the fucking store. Oh, Koreans are. Is it racist for me to go, ooh, Koreans are so racist? <laughs> I mean, it's, it was interesting because it's like. I mean, as soon as I came in the store, he was following me. And I just, at one point, went, are you following me through this store because you think I'm going to steal? And he was ignoring what I was saying. Oh, so he wasn't even answering you? No. So he was acknowledging that I was talking to him. And I was like, I know you speak English. You run a business. Are you following me through this store? Not paying attention. So he was just acting like,
0: so he's <laughs> like looking, away. looking away. So I just was
1: like, okay, you're not listening to what I'm saying. You're still going to follow me? So I'd say it to him and I'd walk and he'd keep following me. So I just kept moving shit around. Yeah. And he'd come and fix it. And I'd move something else and he'd come and fix it. And I was like... And at one point I was like, you're following me and there's other people stealing in your store.
0: Yeah? What did he say? Did he react? Mm-mm. Good, I hope he noticed that stuff was... So I just walked the fuck out. Do you ever... Because to me, that's pretty bold to me. Because like, I... do you ever get scared? Have you ever like... Scared of what? I mean... Like doing something like that, talking, like speaking your mind to someone. Does that ever intimidate
1: you? No. No? You're like. Because you're taught to be afraid of me anyway. Your worst fear is that I'm loud and that I cuss you out. Do you think. uh, At what point did
0: you know that? I learned it when I was little. When you were little? My mom and my aunt taught me.
1: Yeah. They're like, they're always going to be afraid of you. Just people in general. She's like they teach them to be afraid.
0: So you feel like everyone's intimidated by you?
1: Yeah, they're how taught to be that way. How does that feel? It's upsetting most of the time. Okay. Other times I'm like, this is not my problem.
0: Like in in situations like that, you're like, deal I've with it. I've had plenty
1: of white male comics go, say you're so intimidating," and I used to get upset about it.
0: But you go like, it's not my job. It's not my fault that you are intimidated by someone. Yes. You're like, I am not bullying you. No, I'm not intimidating. You. I'm solely I'm existing.
1: I'm solely existing. I'm solely going up. Because one dude said it to me and I was like, I've never been aggressive towards you. I've only been nice to you. Why are you intimidated by me? He's yeah. like, we just have such a strong personality that I didn't know how to handle it. And I was like, oh, so it had nothing to do with anything I did to you. Do you think people like project a strong personality onto you out of like a stereotype they've invented in their head? Yeah, but I also walk everywhere, like, I with my head up.
0: Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm confident. Well, especially around comedians, because it's like, comedians are one of two
1: ways. They're either confident or they're, like,
0: <laughs> radiating.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 um, But it's, but I'm also very, I'm very aware of what I look like. Yeah. And how I would be perceived anyway. Mm-hmm. So I try to make sure that I'm nice.
0: You try do you think you go uh uh like you overcompensate sometimes? Like you're more nice than you would no. be if you I didn't don't like think? you, I don't like you.
1: Okay. You've met me.
0: I know. This isn't for me, this is for people listening.
1: Right. But I know it, I know
0: the answer to a lot of these
1: questions. I can tell you I can tell you I did not understand. The angry black woman till I moved here. Really? Yes.
0: Like you didn't even realize that was a thing.
1: No, 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 no. I've always known what it was. Yeah. I did not. Because I've seen this lady. Yeah. But I'm like, what is she yelling for? Why is she upset? And it's because to be denied your existence while you're standing there living and walking in nature Is, is very frustrating. Is enraging. Is enraging. Yeah. And it's. Like you were there when I cussed out that lady at the liquor store. Yeah. Um, who just decided she wouldn't sell me cigarettes. That was so weird. Because she just didn't want to. Because it was that the pack said 50 percent 50 cents off. Oh yeah. And she's like, Well, I don't know how to do it. I was like, Well, fine, don't just give me the cigarettes. I'll give you fifty cents. Yeah, you're like, fine. Fine. No, I'm not going to. What are you talking about? For yeah, what? Yeah, that was crazy.
0: That's one of those things as like a white person. I know you're going. It's actually not that crazy. Probably you're like you're like this is no, not the entire that
1: situation. Was nuts. Yeah. Okay. But have sh- has shit like that happened to you before? People not selling me shit. No, because no. most people want to fucking because they want their money. Earn business. It's a business.
0: Yeah. That was insane to me.
1: Oh yeah, the lady was awful. She didn't want to do her job. I run into a lot of people here that don't want to do their job. Yeah, that, but that's just an LA thing.
0: Oh, I mean, somebody asked. Um, what does racism look like in a liberal city from the perspective of a black lady? And I know you've talked about this, but L.A. is allegedly.
1: This is not a liberal city.
0: Yeah. Do you think. This is not a liberal city. Is L.A. Uh, have you experienced more racism here than you did in Atlanta?
1: I have. I lived in Atlanta. I'm 34 years old. I lived in Atlanta for at least 25 years of my like, if not more. 25 years of my life. I got called the N-word when I was in the third grade and I made that kid cry. Good for you. Only because I didn't hit him. It's a kid named Dean. Oh, of course. That just <laughs> sounds like a name that would say the N-word. <laughs> well, and he was... Dean. And this is how I should have known that white men can't be trusted and I should not ever talk to them or sleep to them. Sleep with them. Um, sleep to them. I, uh, I had a crush on him because I'm a jackass. And, uh... Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> and he, uh... I don't remember why he said it. Yeah. But he said it. Mm-hmm. And this was in the third grade. Yeah. Now, my cousin, who's a year ahead of me in school, for my birthday every year, we would go back to Miami. Yeah. Birthday's July 4th.
0: Yay, America. Yay. I guess. Very hard. To have <laughs> it's very
1: weird to have that birthday. Um, oh, God. It's interesting. Um, And I remember on my, like, sixth or seventh birthday, we were in Miami. We were in uh, at my aunt's house in Coral Springs, and someone had said it to my cousin. And my cousin, they lived in Florida, in like yeah. South Florida. And someone had said it to my cousin, <sighs> and she was probably like seven or eight. Yeah. And so my cousin said that someone said that to her, and she asked my aunt, "What was she's her mom? Well, what do I do? What do I do?" And my aunt said, "You stomp them till they can't remember the word." My mom said. If you do that, that only proves them right. Don't, she said. Say something back to them. She said, whatever they're, she's like. Say something back to them that is going to hit them just the same. Yeah. So. And that stuck with you. Right. So this is like two years later. This kid said this to me, and I remember his parents were getting divorced because he would sit in class and cry about uh-uh. it all the time. Well, your parents are getting divorced. So I said, well, your parents are getting divorced. Your dad's going to marry a black lady and you're going to be a nigga too. <laughs> and he burst into tears.
0: Do you, th- do you think that kid went home? And he's like, is that how it happens? Never. Like he thinks all black people exist because someone married a, bl- a magical black lady and that like you were once white and turned into a black person.
1: We're in the third grade. He don't know. <laughs> he got sad, ran to the teacher. And he said, do why did you say that to him?
0: The teacher said that. Mm-hmm.
1: She's like, why is Dean crying? Did She's you like, tell her? I said, ask Dean. She's like, why is de-? She's like, well, she said this to me. He's like, do say, why did you say that? I said, because he called me a nigger. And she goes, go sit down. To go you? Down. She's like, you're not in trouble. And then Dean was gone for the rest of the day.
0: Good. Good for you for like. And t- I was
1: like, and this was like 19. I was in the third grade. So this is like 1992. Oh, dang. And I went to a predominantly white school. Yeah. So there were probably like like 20-something kids, almost 30 kids in the class. I think maybe like four or five of us were black. Okay. So. Did he ever say anything to you after that? He never came at me like that again. Good. And I just fixed the situation. Which is funny because I told that we were out back uh, at a show one time talking about it. And I said it. And I ended up featuring for Eddie. Uh. Eddie ift because of that story. Because of that story? Yeah. That's funny as fuck. End up getting a feature spot because Eddie Iff told me where we tell somebody had this story. Um, shout out to Eddie If he's awesome. But uh <laughs> the next time it happened to me, I was in Pennsylvania. Yeah, how old were you? I was in my I was twenty one.
0: Okay. So over, like more, over a decade has passed.
1: Right. So I was in Pennsylvania. And then the next time it happened was last year when I moved here. Was that out on the corner? No, that was.
0: Uh, so well, I guess that man was just saying it, but he said it because there was a man it.
1: who. So when it happened there. here, the, we'll a month to... after I moved here, a gay homeless man with frosted tips. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. How are you going to be homeless but still get your tips frosted? Because he finally got the code to that Starbucks bathroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just sneaks in the bathroom and dyes his own hair in the sink.
1: Or he's got a very nice boyfriend. Oh, God. Um, But he was ta- walking on the street talking to himself. Mm. And I'm standing outside the improv, getting ready to do a, a show. I was getting ready to do a showcase for E or something like that. Okay. MBC one of something. the showcases. One yeah. of the showcases for a network. Yeah. And I'm standing there, and I'm talking to one of the girls that works at the improv. And this man comes walking down the street. He's, walking, he's just talking to himself. And he gets right in front of me and goes, There's a nigger. And then keeps going. And I just went, I'm sorry, what did you say to me? And then you started walking real fast. Oh, my God. So I was like, that's cool. And I'd lived here for a month. And you're like, welcome to L.A. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And then so. All those
0: years in Atlanta. And then you've been here a month. Month. And that happens.
1: Yep. That's insane. uh Uh-huh. I mean, is it? I don't know. Oh, the shit in Pennsylvania was crazier than that. Yeah? I was working at a theater in Pennsylvania. I was doing summer stock. So in like thirteen weeks we did four musicals, twelve children's shows, and a children's camp.
0: Oh my god, I wanna do that.
1: It was very is it, am
0: I too old for that?
1: <laughs> no, you can still do Summerstock. Uh but it's use, Somerset's usually musical theater.
0: I'm coming to Pennsylvania.
1: So I was in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. Never oh saw no. Quaker, but saw a lot of white rosters. Very confusing. Oh my <laughs> god. The Super Walmart closed. <laughs> uh, oh, the town is destitute. Which is we were in a... yeah, it was thirty thirty Minutes north of Philly.
0: That just sounds like a Pennsylvania docu- documentary, like, after the Super Walmart closed, things took an ugly
1: turn. Right. So we were all having, like, a party one night, because there was, like, 20-something of us that lived in the theater. Like, we lived in the building. And then <gasps> other ones lived, like, at the hotel next door. That sounds and then so other fun. Yeah. And so we, um, one night we were out, we were just having, like, a in our rehearsal space downstairs, we were having a little dance party. We were drinking and stuff. And one of the girls, an Italian girl, and she's like one of those real tan Italian girls. Oh, very curly hair. She comes in crying because our back parking lot was a shortcut from one street to the other. Uh Oh, and so these people drove. She comes in crying. We're like, what's wrong? I think her name is Mary It doesn't matter. And we're like, what's wrong? Why are you crying? And she's like, these people just drove by, called me a cunt and threw grapes at me. And I was like, <laughs> we're all too drunk for this. What happens?
0: Grape. What?
1: And, like, what are you talking about? So she goes back out. She's like, what are you saying? And so she's like, what do you mean? And so the other girl, no the white girl, goes out there with her, and the people circle back again and call her, both of them cunts <laughs> and throw more grapes.
0: Uh, this is just a, such a sad, bored, small town thing to do.
1: Oh, this story gets. Motherfucking weird. Quakers. Right. This is just some <laughs> fucking high teenage kids who live in a tiny town of nothing better to do with their lives. Yeah. So we're like, "Oh, they keep driving through, so me and all the and the four other black people, four or five other black people, were like, "Oh, they keep driving through <laughs> okay, so because it was me, two other black chicks, and like three black dudes, so it was like six of us. Do you guys think you were the only black
0: do you think you were the only black people in the town?
1: Probably, okay, so no, it was me, three other black girls, and then the two black dudes. So we go running outside. yeah. Because we're like, this is completely unacceptable. We were out. I mean, none of us were even that tight with that girl. But we're like, yeah. this is, no. Yeah. So we run outside and they drive past and they go, niggas, da, da 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 Mind you, I run outside. I'm wearing a... Uh, Are you in like a ridiculous costume? I'm in a white t-shirt that I have bedazzled myself that says Southern Belle. Oh. It was one of those like, when Old Navy, it was almost like a wifey, but it had like a... These, like, grommets with, like, a leather lacing in it. Oh, cute. And a cowboy hat. So I like, go running outside. So you are going to
0: be in some, like, crazy theater costume. Like, mind you, I'm dressed like a tiger. No, <laughs> I
1: was, um, uh, no, we didn't have our costumes at this point on. But I just had a shirt that's Southern Bell, ran outside, and, uh, they do it again. And then it's just, as, and it's me yelling, I bet you won't stop. I bet you won't fucking stop. It's what all of us are yelling. I bet you won't stop and get out of the car. Did they? No. So the second time, the third time they came around, I caught the license plate. We called the cops and they came to do it again and the cops had showed up by that point. Mm-hmm. And so they go to turn down the street and they see the cops and then they cut and go the other way. Yeah. And we start yelling, "That's them, that's them, that's them." There's no other cars on the street. Uh-huh. No one's driving. Yeah. So it's only them to catch. They catch them. The cop back, cop comes back like 30 minutes later. Because the white people come outside like, what are you doing? Why are you making this such a big deal? And I'm just like, he was harassing you. We're outside yelling at them because of you. We're defending you. They're running through our fucking parking lot. Yeah. Calling you a cunt. What the fuck? What? Go inside. We got this. Yeah. So the cop comes back and was like, you should be glad they were only throwing grapes. We're like, what are you talking about? He's like, that kid had a whole basket of fruit at his feet. He's going to get ugly. There were had oranges. apples and oranges and all this other shit. That was, was like, a banana. He was like, they should be glad. They have hit you and you slipped. Yeah, he was like, you should be glad they were only throwing grapes. I was like, this is
0: ridiculous. I mean, this is best case scenario for a terrible situation in a white town. Yes. <laughs> like, oh no, they might have hit you with an apple. Right.
1: It's like, is this... Which, when it comes to fruit, you'd rather get hit with a grape or an apple. You're going with grapes. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, that was the most ridiculous time it's ever happened. Uh And then I remember one time, like, I was in Atlanta. And I was, like, leaving a show. And I was headed to another show. And some white dude just yells it just out of a car. Yeah. Not saying it to anybody. Just. just yells it. And I was like, I wonder who he's talking to. It was at night. He couldn't see me. <laughs> it was at night. He and they couldn't. didn't stop. Like, they didn't stop. He wasn't next to me. He was just singing it. Like, it was a Sega just, jingle. Yeah, right. Just, <laughs> Sega. That's funny. <laughs> so he just yelled it out the car, and I'm like, I know he wasn't talking to me. I know he wasn't. Talking I know he wasn't talking to me. Because the car didn't even stop. He's just yelling it. He's just yelling You're it. just in downtown Atlanta yelling. Do you I'm think like,
0: he's just like, I just want someone to beat me
1: up? Right. Just He's like, just, just like a masochist. Right. You're going to get another situation. Somebody going, I bet you won't stop. Yeah. Um. But it's. I've never felt particularly hurt by that word. Yeah. Because I know what you're doing. Yeah. You're trying to trigger something. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. It's very upsetting. Because it's like, people should know that that's a word that can hurt people. That's the point of saying it. That's the point of calling someone any name. Is that like, you want to hurt me? Yeah.
0: That's, so your mentality has always been, I'm not giving you that power. I'm no. not giving you that satisfaction.
1: Like, I remember a dude called me. I remember high school, this guy was like, called me a fat bitch. And I was just like, did you just call me a bitch? <laughs> like, you meant, like, you meant fat to hurt me. Yeah. So my response was, I'm sorry. Did you just call me a bitch? (laughs) And the dude was like, I called you fat, too. And I'm like, I know I'm fat. We're talking about the other part. I'm very nice. Right. So it was, now I got to fuck with you.
0: (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, what? What? He was like, ah! Like, he's just like, this isn't working. I always think about that, like, now that I'm grown up, like, all the things that made fun of, like, I was made fun of for, like, if I had just gone... I don't care that you think that about me. How like liberating that is <laughs> to just like take that power away from someone.
1: Oh, you're da 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 da.
0: All right. Oh man. What's your name? Uh. Oh. Okay. So not to bounce back to that girl who unfortunately passed away in Charlottesville, but on that note, where you're like this, this is the one thing that could draw the most attention to it, mm-hmm. which is like an unfortunate thing that. Hopefully at least, you know, got the conversation started with people who
1: worked. We know talking how America it. works. Us dying nobody cares. a fuck. Do when you when we think... go missing, no one cares? We're still talking about John Bene Ramsey. God. <laughs> so stupid. Obviously a white girl going missing or dying and no one knows deal. why is a big deal. So do you think
0: that white women have a responsibility to to be a voice. Absolutely. In the movement.
1: Absolutely. Like because they have benefited from white privilege and act like they have not
0: Do you think that white women
1: can be a bridge no.
0: for like? Uh,
1: no. Because white men don't listen to white women. Who if are they- these
0: white men? You don't think that if someone is a racist. That like if it's a white person who's racist, there's a slightly better chance I could get through to them. Because I'm white? Depends on who you're talking to. But you think there are people where that could be a case? It, We're like you
1: being a woman, yeah. Yeah. We're like... We had an entire country that would not elect a woman and she was the most <laughs> qualified human to ever run for president. Oh, God. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? It's Feminism has not worked. Yeah. What do you think... It's the same fight that's been being fought. Equal pay for equal work was the original problem. Yeah. And it's still a problem. A problem. But there are white women fighting white women on something that can benefit them. There are white women that I knew white women that voted for Trump. Yeah, me too. They're in my family. You see <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. So it if you can vote against your own.
0: there are white
1: people voting Republican? That's because
0: poor white people. The Republican Party and America in general has Is, fed America this bullshit dream of like. Poor white people have deluded themselves into
1: thinking they're in a temporary upset. They vote for the way they picture their life being. Right. While collecting food stamps and welfare and WIC. Yeah. And then being upset when Republican leaders get rid of these programs.
0: Yeah, it's like you voted them in.
1: What did you think would happen? The best thing the Republican Party ever did was trick poor white people into thinking that they weren't poor poor. white people. Right.
0: That's like the only thing keeping them afloat is. And I think that has to do with like a complete social
1: race. Yeah. Because they know that most black people vote Democratic. Yeah. But I had someone say to me, it was like, well, you know, well, Martin Luther King was a registered Republican. Like, Yes. Martin Luther King was a registered Republican because that was the party of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And then once the Republican Party made it very clear that they weren't going to give black people rights in this country and the Democratic Party would, we flipped. We okay. Black people voted Republican because that was the party of Lincoln.
0: So do you think that the Republican Party has done a good job of convincing white people like oh, People who vote Democratic are poor. They've convinced them that they have and like that's what my the minorities are poor. You're
1: not. Yes, minorities vote for Democrats, and they are welfare queens and they're bucking the system and da 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 da. Yeah. Majority of the people on welfare and public assistance are, are white, white people. But that's because of the population of the country. Because
0: the majority of people are white. Yes. Um. Is there Uh, because there's, I guess let's talk about feminism for a second.
1: Uh, our favorite topic
0: (laughs) (laughs) as a, as a black woman, how do you feel about the feminism conversation? Like about
1: include us originally. Yeah. You think that women's suffrage didn't include black women.
0: So it was like women's rights. But what they really meant was like white women's rights. Do you think that that's still the case today?
1: Yes. Do you think? I don't think the women's march included us. No, you think it was just like white women trying to get a voice. They were upset. The problem is they've benefited from the actions of white men. Of white men. And now it's all of a sudden because reproductive rights affect all of us. Yeah. It's guys. Now it's a problem. No, bitch. It's been a problem. It's been a problem. This has always been an issue. Yeah. It's like when you look at what happened to Shirley Shirley Chisholm. Shirley Chisholm was running for president. Mm -hmm. Black men abandoned her. Because they thought the first black president should be a man. Gloria Steinem abandoned
0: her. Because she wanted the first female president to be white?
1: Uh, Well, no. Gloria Steinem originally was like, Shirley Chisholm, we got you. It's great. Whatever. But if you look at the year that Shirley Chisholm was running, Gloria Steinem ended up backing a white dude. I wonder why that is. You know why that is racism. They don't want the first but women. They did not want the first. Do you think it was president to be black?
0: Do you? This isn't this because isn't, she wasn't going to get elected. She's not going to push her. I was going to say this is my. That's what I was going to pose the question: Is like, do you think it was? I don't want the first woman president to be black, or do you think it was more? There's no fucking chance in hell she'll win. So why am I gonna put my energy into it? Because other people won't vote for her.
1: Like I'm not, no, I'm not sure saying like what, what the, the, pro- the motive was. I can only th- I can only. I saw a documentary about it and I can only go off what I thought it was was they didn't think that a woman could get elected if she was black. Mm. We now know that's not the case.
0: It has nothing to do with that. No.
1: Um but a
0: woman can't get elected if she's a woman. Right. Um <laughs>
1: But I don't... This is my issue with white feminism. This is my main issue with white feminism. Okay. White feminism does not acknowledge that there are differences. Like they just go, we're we're all all the same, we're fighting the same
0: fight. Right. It doesn't go, yes, we're all women,
1: but the struggle is different for each of us. Right. While women of color can acknowledge that.
0: Yeah. Do you do that within... Uh what's gonna say this stupid thing? Do you do that within other colors? No, but like uh like the the black community versus the Latin community, is there It's a completely different struggle. Yeah? Is it's there completely any different struggle? But I acknowledge what the struggle is. I yeah. grew up with them. Do you feel like on the whole uh those communities fight for each other, or do you feel like there's any sort of like my struggle is worse than your struggle that creates a rift
1: i've never really had a i've had with latin women acknowledging the differences in our struggle yeah but i've never had we've had it worse than you
0: no it's just like uh because
1: if you're looking at solidarity that that you're both in a struggle, it's because women are going to come together because they're women yes women of color come together because we're not white women yeah Because what people never talk about is the fact that white women are taught to dislike each other.
0: Yeah, because I think as a whole, I could be wrong, Uh, women are taught to dislike each other and I think that
1: keeps us from- I was not taught that. No, okay. Black women are taught to support black women because no one else will. Black women are taught, first of all, black women are taught to support black men. Yeah. Because this is the, and this goes back to, well, here, I'll back up one. When it comes to the struggle of women of color versus white women. Yeah. I, as a woman of color. Yes. As an educated woman of color. Know that the struggle as a black woman, as a Latin woman, as an Asian woman, as a Native American woman. And no one ever talks about them. Native American women? No. No. And their struggle is much longer. So sad. And much harder than mine. Yeah. And if you want to talk about a genocide. Yeah. That was a government-sanctioned genocide.
0: And then it's like, don't worry, you can have this land that doesn't grow
1: anything on it, right? And this water that's tainted. All better. Yay!
0: That's so fucking crazy. Right. And so, and then, and then, people still have the audacity to go like, oh, these. I'm from Alaska, so there's a lot a bigger Native population, yeah. And the the amount of white people that are like, they get checks from the government and blah, and it's like, yeah, that's the least the government could do.
1: Because it tried was, to erase them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and their land was stolen from yeah, them. Yeah. Like their entire and life was stolen. And I was, was in stolen. Montana it was the same thing. I was hearing white people say, well, the native population, you're just like, what are you saying? Y'all tried to kill all of them. Yeah. You stole their fucking land. What are you talking about? You took everything from them. So if anybody wants to have a struggle competition, they're going to win. Yeah. But do you think that time. happens a lot? Or do you
0: think like no. people of color
1: are like, we're all struggling we need to get the just best thing that happened forward. when i was in alaska is that i got to meet an uh a native woman named colleen and they invited me to come and she took me out to the glacier yeah and i was with her family i love that and they her family has a she was talking about her traditions and how it's matriarchal
0: yeah the native culture is very matriarchal Yeah, then
1: they're, they're you know, and what her lineage is and her lo- daughter's part of her lineage and that her and her husband was in the same tribe but they were different clans. Like Tlingit and stuff? Yeah, they were Clinkit. Yeah. They were Clinkit, And, um, just being able to talk to another person of color about the struggles that we've had. Yeah. Because people... Don't really. People always want to have this weird kinship with Native Americans. Yeah. Like they think they're magical. Like they think <laughs> like if there's any kind like they think we're magic. They think they're very magical. Yeah. Um And she was, you know, shared her culture with me and her family was actually doing like a folk performance.
0: Ah, uh, I used to go to those with my friend Amber. That was and
1: great. they had like the, the walk think. when they exit. She asked me to be part of that. Wow, that's really nice. So I got to walk out with them. Um, but talking to her and, you know, because she didn't realize that I knew, like people don't understand that like they, native people were taken from their families and then sent yeah. to white schools and they weren't allowed to speak their own language and their hair was cut. And they tried to whitewash shit, that. They tried to whitewash and they did the same thing with Aborigine yeah. in Australia. Um. And so, so meeting her and being able to really talk to her about what's going on. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's like, if y'all think we should burn this bitch down. You're lucky that there's not enough of them. (laughs) You're lucky that they're not built that way because they would kill you, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's, I mean, first of all. Because what I said, because then I go back to that Irish girl. Oh yeah. I said to her, and this goes back to that, as in I said to her, we have nowhere to go, and I said, and if we did it, they would kill us all. Yeah, and it's like, like you couldn't up. She's uprise. like, no, they wouldn't. They they can't Rise do that. Up? And I was like, they already kill us when we're doing nothing wrong. Yeah, they already kill us when we're doing nothing wrong. Yeah. So there has to be a way to. You can't peacefully protest, you can't unpeacefully protest. The fuck do you do? You just you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's confusing and it's upsetting.
0: Do you think uh the, vers- the 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 large response that is nonviolent among the black community? Do you think some of that
1: uh is influenced by religion? It's influenced by not wanting to get fucking killed. Yeah. 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 You're already killing us when we're doing nothing wrong and fucking us up when we're doing nothing wrong. But You're definitely going to kill us if we fucking retaliate. For sure.
0: But is there a point mm, to me and it's easy for me to say I'm a white lady that's never going to have to worry about this theoretically you know to me it would seem like there would be a point of anger where someone would just go fuck it I don't care.
1: Yeah that was a sniper dude in, da- in Dallas. Oh yeah or DC both. Wait, I mean, the DC sniper, they were black, they were Muslim, Um, but they were still black and no one thought the DC sniper was black. When the DC sniper came out, they were like, okay, we're looking for a crazy white dude and found out it was black. Everybody went, even the cops were like, the fuck? This is crazy white dude shit. Right. And then the same thing with that, uh, the dude in Dallas. And I'm (laughs) so racist. They didn't think white black people could be snipers.
0: (laughs) Black people don't snipe. We don't shoot people like that. No.
1: It's like gangbanger is the image. Right. With multiple people getting shot, it's because of drive-by shootings. We don't do school shootings. They were talking about school shootings were a new thing. School shootings weren't a new thing. Mass school shootings were a new thing. Yeah, but one person getting shot in school was like, yeah, the one kid that was fucking with you, you came and shot him and you went home. You
0: a shot at me. Remember the old days when you would just come shoot the one kid that pissed you off? Right. As opposed
1: to killing anyone who attended the school. Which right. is very reckless. Right. And I mean, so, you shouldn't kill anyone. No, but it's it's the reality of the situation. Yeah. People get wiped off the planet.
0: Yeah. They, like you couldn't
1: try to fight because it's like. That's why. Because it's interesting when you find out that the NRA started because of the Black Panthers. Oh, as a response? Uh huh. As in, in gun, and a lot of the gun control laws started because of the Black Panthers. Yeah. Mm hmm. Hmm. You think about it, it's like, oh, we got to make sure these black people don't get guns. Think about how ah, uh, control- so
0: it was like to to control the guns so that uh huh, because they were like, oh, if these black people get guns, they're probably gonna want to shoot us.
1: Yep. Interesting. So mm-hmm. it was a way to like control guns. Uh huh. Because think about how much, uh, because somebody was like, if we want to regulate gun sales, a bunch of black people just need to sign up for the NRA. If you really want the NRA to get regulated. and Yeah, because they'll make
0: a lot more laws because they don't want black people to get guns. uh -uh. That's a really interesting theory that I would love to see tested. Oh, me too. But then it's like. Are those regulations going to cause people to have to get rid of their guns? Everyone's still going to have guns, but then more people can't get them. That's what I wonder about gun control. That's uh, a different podcast. But, like, because okay. um, it's like, even if we were to, like, make all these rules, like, do people have to turn in guns? And would they? I don't know.
1: Having um, a handgun is illegal in New York. People still get shot.
0: God. Let's talk about, you mentioned that black women have um, a responsibility to, like, you're care for. You're taught to care for each other because you're taught no one else will care for you. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes me so sad. Let's talk about black men though. Okay. Cause you also said that black women are taught to have a responsibility to care for black men. Right. Given both of those statements, uh, why, like why, if you feel like no one else will care for you, are you taught to be responsible for someone else?
1: Well, we're taught that no one else but black people will care about us. Okay. It's not that black men won't care oh, about okay. us. It's that we're taught that only black people can care about us cuz only black people will. Okay. Um so it's cuz I was talking to a girl about this about like feminism. Yeah. And she was like, "Well, we need to have cuz intersectionality, that's what that is. Like it's all the races. It's all I'm, of the things." Right. So, I was like, "This is why this doesn't work." Because there has to be an acknowledgment of uh The machismo of Latin men. Yeah. There has to be an acknowledgement of the uh, treatment of black men. And the hyper-masculinity of black men. Yeah. Because they have been stripped of their masculinity and fetishized for so long. Okay. And so I was saying to her that it won't work because...
0: uh, Intersectional feminism doesn't work because... Because... Because of the way men treat different women.
1: It won't work because, and I'm trying to put this in, I was just thinking of something. Um, It won't work because in feminism, Mm -hmm. white women's enemy, quote unquote, who you're fighting is a white male establishment. Ah. In black feminism, I'm fighting the white male establishment. Okay. But I'm also fighting the black male establishment. Uh, and that's but like a I have separate... to protect black men at the exact same so time. So
0: you're trying to f- fight them in the sense of being treated equal. Right. But also you have to look out for them because of the white community. The white
1: male establishment. So that's just like such a paradox. Right. That's why black women are the least likely to report domestic violence. Because you don't want to be responsible for sending a black man to jail.
0: Jesus, I never thought about that. So I'm it's like calling I'm, the
1: cops on his ass. Fuck it. I mean, yeah, I mean. But it also goes back to taking care of your family. It also goes back to being strong. It also goes back to not calling the cops. Because that that black lady who who had a restraining order against her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And who had been beaten by him. He comes to the house. She fires a warning shot into the air. And they were going to give her 50 years in jail. For firing a warning shot. For firing a warning shot. 50 years? 50 years in jail. And she fired a warning shot so this man would not attack her and violate his restraining order. He was going to attack her and probably kill her. That's insane. She fired a warning shot that scared him off. The neighbors called the cops. She got arrested. She got arrested. And even when she told the story. And even though they knew she had a restraining order. Did he get in trouble? Probably for probably get yeah, for violent restraining order. Yeah, but she fired a warning shot. She didn't hit a person.
0: Yeah, she, she didn't hit
1: anything. It was just a, a warning, warning shot. shot. Which would, I mean,
0: there are laws for like firing off a weapon in certain areas, like diff- so like uh, residential, but also like 50 years. Mm-hmm. You no, know, you get like a night. <laughs> like probably just like a fine. She just, shot an air. Do you think because of that is uh? Are there black men who use that as a power because they know what black women? I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like maybe, probably. Like black women feel responsible, so they can't report
1: anything. And also, it goes back to if the cops show up, they could kill me.
0: Yeah, because you're also black. Uh-huh. So is that a but thing when you it was to crazy about, for a
1: long time as a black woman, you knew the cops killed black men.
0: You but did you know that they killed black women? No. I didn't know. Was that something you discovered in the recent years, uh-huh. because of technology? Yeah. So you were thinking, oh, they're killing
1: black men, young black men. They're killing black guys. Mm-hmm. And then because black men have always been seen as scary and over aggressive and blah 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 da. Black women just have an attitude. Why would the cops shoot us? Yeah, like they're just. We're not seen as dangerous as black men are seen. Yeah, the cops will just be like, oh, yes, ma'am. And they'll just arrest me and give me way much much longer time than I was supposed to get. Rough me up, probably hurt me in jail. But I never thought a cop would kill me at a traffic stop.
0: What did? How did you feel? The first time you realized that that was a thing.
1: Oh, I was like, oh, this is how my brother feels every day. It's like a holy shit. Like, Uh. Uh-huh. this is how my brother feels every day. So it just I because imagine. it's a thing where it's like we celebrated my twenty four my brother's twenty fifth birthday with a totally different way than we celebrated in any of the other birthdays.
0: Cause because he made it to twenty five? Uh-huh. Is every year after that like
1: Every year after that it's like Keep sa- going. You like did a, oh, it. Holy shit. Is that Yeah, because by twenty five a lot of, most black men are dead or in jail. Wow. Not I mean not, it's not like a huge statistic, but it's like Enough that it's a thing. Enough that every black guy I knew who hit twenty five we will be like, nigga, yes, we made it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm safe. Maybe don't say that too loud. Right. It was a celebr. It was a fucking celebration because he made it to 25. Fuck. Do you like a real fucked up bar mitzvah?
0: Does the amount of black pl- mitzvah, black mitzvah? It's my black mitzvah. He made it to 25. That's so funny.
1: Give a speech. <laughs> well, you know, I just want to thank the Lord and uh, those He's cops gone. for not killing me um (laughs) first i gotta give it up to jesus right um black people love
0: jesus do you love jesus i do why do black people love jesus so much Uh, i
1: (laughs) don't know just a thing to love because i think it's
0: is a religion like a a strong part of what brings uh the black community together yeah yeah do you think that it is like uh but there's a lot of black people go ahead I was just gonna say, do you think it's like a lot of it is because of how uh, black people are treated in America? Do you think like it? It kind of like inadvertently makes you uh, deeper in your religion because you have to have you, like something to hold on to, like a hope.
1: I think it's probably because you're in a when you're in a constant state of fear. It's like I just need a thing that I can right and i think that goes back to why uh i think it's so interesting it's like i realize that like black people being celebratory scares white people yeah and i think it's because they don't understand how we can be so celebratory
0: because you go i get that though like from the perspective of someone going you get treated so poorly How do you find joy? You know? All right. So, like, but then, like, I, I get the logic of, you know, everything's so bad. How can you manage to celebrate? But then, on the opposite perspective, it's like, well, all I have is today. This you is my still, moment. Well,
1: it's not, all of us don't live like that. Yeah. It's a certain level of, it's a... It's a baseline thing. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know that, like, all right, I see a cop. I'm going to have a problem. There are no cops around. I'm fine. Okay.
0: Do you think having the fear and the worry of stuff like that in everyday life uh, somehow makes joyous moments more joyful?
1: Yeah. Because la- it's like louder. you have to have
0: the darkness to feel the light.
1: Well, I don't know if that's the case, because it's like, because when I was running around in ignorance going, I ain't killing black women, you know. you like, like, I'm going to be safe. Right. But and but it but but was, before I had that realization, I was just like, all right, I'm still going to have to deal with discrimination. hmm Still going to have to deal with racism. Still going to have to, you know, deal with some type of body shaming. Um, and I don't have a man. This is too much, shit. This like, it's is just too much. Too much. I just because, after a certain point, you're like, All right, I gotta take them. Like, I can't, you can't function in that much fear. Yeah, you can't, you can't function in that much fear because the thing is, it's it sounds crazy, but it's not as bad as it was. Yeah. We don't there's have so Jim far Crow. to go, but there's like a lot of way to go, but we don't have Jim Crow, we don't have slavery. It
0: like so, it's like at the very least there aren't
1: on paper laws. Yes, there's nothing. You. There's no piece of paper that says I can't go to this bathroom.
0: There's nothing that says that legally says you don't have a voice.
1: Yes, so you go. It's gotten better, right? So, but at the same time, it's. That's why I'm going to get frustrated when I hear black people don't, like a black person that doesn't vote.
0: Because you're like, all that fighting, you finally have, like, people fought so that you
1: could have the opportunity to vote. People died for you to check a box. Check the fucking box. Go check the fucking box. Get off your butt, yeah. But when you, you know, it's people like, well, I can't take off of where to go vote. I'm going to get fired. By law, they have to go let you vote. They have to let you off, right? People even if so you go going for an hour or two, they have to let you go vote. Go vote. Go get a
0: sandwich. Say you were voting the whole time. Chill out. Take a couple hours. And come back. And
1: come Yo, back. Yo, man, the line was long. Like when fucking, like when Obama got elected. You, Dude. Yeah. Do you think there
0: are some people that like, even though they know that's the law, they're worried that because of equal opportunity, not necessarily being a real thing. Like people are like, oh, this is an equal opportunity. But do you think some people are worried they're like, yeah, technically they have to leave me, let me go. But like, what if they... Find
1: another reason to fire me. They're so scared of losing their job because if you live somewhere that's a right to work state, Mm, they can fire you for anything. They can fire you for anything. So
0: like you could go work, but then the next day they could or go vote, but then they could just make up some. They don't
1: even have to. They could just go. We don't want you anymore. Uh huh. Fuck. And that's why they made it so. That's why it's so easy to get a felony. And why they made it where convicted felons can't vote. This is a thing. Depending on what state you're in, it's different. In Georgia, if you have a felony but you are not on probation or parole, you can vote. Oh. Interesting. And I only know that because I did a voter registration drive. Oh. so you so had that's to That's why like, every time an election comes around, I'm always on Facebook going, if you are not on probation and parole, is it, some, court, some states are different. Yeah. Like in New York, you have to get your constitutional rights back. Okay.
0: There's uh, some places where if you're a felon, you
1: can never vote, right? If you have a previous felony. I think felony. so. But... You can't rent an apartment in Georgia if you haven't felt me, Goddamn. Right. So it's recidivism. You wanted to go back, whatever. But um, when it comes to black men, going back to the question, what mm-hmm. question did you have about black men?
0: The fact that you feel a responsibility to look out for them, do you feel like that's reciprocated? Do you think that black men feel as responsible for black women?
1: I don't think so.
0: No. Not always. Is that frustrating? Yes. Do you?
1: Do you feel like you're supposed to date black men? No. No. Do you even date? Do you date black men? Uh, it has been a while. This is the thing about this is the hardest part. Black women are the least likely to date outside of their race. Yeah. But black women are the least likely to date out of their race because you are told your entire life that no one else will want you. That no one else will want you. No one else can satisfy you. And you owe it to black men to always be there for them. Why do you owe black men? I don't know. You're just told that. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe that. It's a frustrating statement. Yeah. Because you're like, it's not that Because it's, you owe them to always be there for them because they go through so much because being a black man is so hard.
0: Yeah, but it, but is there a part of you or it's like, is there any part of you that goes... That's not my problem.
1: It's not that it's not my problem.
0: It's... Like, they are like, I can be... Like, that you could be there for them as a community, as a black person, and be like, I will stick up for you. But, like... Is it frustrating the idea that anyone would tell you you owe yourself to anyone? Yes. Because it's like, I, I should be able because to give they, myself is, to who it's I want. Because it's also... Why does anyone... I don't know? But there's also my, the
1: propaganda of, well, no one else is going to love a black woman... Like a black man can or no one else can love a black man like a black woman can. The idea is this. It's for the same reason that when I have those times that I don't feel good. Yeah. Emotionally. Yeah. And I look to black women okay. because they're going to understand all of the problems. Yeah. This is the thing. I'm never going to understand what it's like to be to a be- black man. Yeah. Ever. Ever. I'm never going to understand what it's like to be a white woman.
0: Yeah. You'll never
1: understand. No,
0: I won't. <laughs> You'll never understand. Today, I had to go to Old Navy, and the shirts weren't even on sale.
1: Ah, <sighs> The struggle. <laughs> I had
0: to pay for a bag at Whole
1: Foods. Can you believe this? Oh, God. You'll never see $1.99 again. <sighs> um, I just realized I didn't talk to him when he came in. Um, That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to understand it. Yeah. But the fact that, like, I, because I have bits about, like, you know, dating white dudes and messing with white dudes. I've had black women come up to me and be like, so you really be messing with these white dudes? Do yes. they give you shit for it? No. They are. Are they like, can we do that? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, so you just be hanging out with his wife? Yeah. See, we sleeping. With... Yeah. Do you. Let me ask you on
0: the opposite end. Does it bother you when black men sleep with women who are black? Yes. Are you just like, fuck it, I'm a hypocrite, that's how it is? Yes. Okay. Why does it bother you?
1: Because I see the black men that get black, that marry outside of their race.
0: And you think it's a certain type of man? Yes. What kind of man is that?
1: You see the very successful ones, and they see white women as a trophy.
0: Ah. So it's like this, this A buying into the main, like the white culture of being like, a white woman is this thing, and then it's- A white woman is a status symbol. And that's like shitty. Yes. To black, to be like a black woman should be just as good enough.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's you picked her on purpose. Yeah. As a status symbol.
0: So then, and then technically like hypothetically from a white woman's angle, it's like, do you even love me? Or is this just like a trophy of like, look, I beat the system.
1: I don't know how those women think. I've never talked to one. I mean, me neither. Ow, My elbow. Your case I' was lying. um, but I know it's hypocritical, I know it's hypocritical, yeah, but if you're just a regular black dude that just a regular white chick, you're fine, I'm fucking fine, don't care,
0: but it's when it's like super successful
1: it is it's where it looks like she's a trophy
0: when it's like that cookie cutter version of a hot white lady, yes, and it's like, oh, this is yeah, it's in a, to you, it's like, do you think there's a chance that it's like, well, maybe they genuinely are in love? Maybe. But you're like, I don't give a fuck.
1: And maybe I I'll fit into a size six tomorrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um,
1: But it's, but I've had to get out of that. I've yeah. had to get out of that. Yeah. Because I know that I. What's hard about dating a black man is that a black man is constantly telling you how hard it is, is to, to be, be a, a black, black man and sometimes they won't take on
0: your uh, struggle
1: yes so it's like so it's like yes, you have to be an emotional rock for them but it but it doesn't always but that's, but that's also the way men men are.
0: are or i think you know what i think i in all fairness i think that there are just people like that in relationships right where they need someone to like comfort them comfort them but they can't Return it,
1: and that's been, and it's not like it's every relationship that I've been in with the black dude's been like that. Yeah, because it hasn't. It. Because I dated a guy, black dude, and he had convicted felon. And do you know what for? Uh, it's not important. Okay. Um, I'm gonna tell his business. Uh, you're a better person than me. Well, it's not necessary. Um, he uh, but. No, I will talk about it because he got a I know, he <laughs> got a uh, trumped up charge, oh uh, okay, and he got a trumped up charge, and so they put him in jail for a while and uh were you
0: with him while he was in jail? Oh, I okay. met
1: him when he was on uh parole, parole. probation probation I don't remember I met him the a difference probation. yeah okay, and he treated me better than anybody I've ever been with in my entire life, yeah. If I would have looked at somebody and said, babe, him, he didn't knock that dude out. He just like. He was just that kind of guy. He was there for you. Like, he wouldn't I, let he, anyone he, fuck with you. Mm-mm. What happened? Just didn't work out? No, he was doing stuff that I just didn't want to be a part of.
0: Okay. You're like, I can't be associated with that. He
1: was having a hard time. He was working three jobs. Yeah. And he just needed some extra money. Mm-hmm. His homeboy was going to help him out. And I was like, you know, we're breaking up because of this. He's like, yeah, I know. Damn. But he, I know I would be married if me and him would have have stayed together. Yeah. But the problem is he grew up very poor. Mm Mm-hmm. And he never finished high school. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So there was not. We weren't to take a church. We weren't equally yoked. Yeah. And he wasn't, he wasn't unintelligent. He was uneducated. Okay.
0: So we didn't have like the education to necessarily get the career that would...
1: No. And then with him being a felon... That makes it harder to get jobs in general. He couldn't get an apartment. Oh, goddamn. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you want them to go back to jail. (laughs) Fuck. Like the recidivism in Georgia is like 70-something percent. Ugh. You want them to go back because jails are private. They make money.
0: Uh, So it's like a way to... They can't get an apartment, then they're in trouble and they're doing shit.
1: Right, so you can't get a place to live. You're telling someone who paid a debt to their society that they cannot like, live I did somewhere. my time. They literally can't live. That's crazy. You want them to go back. And so it's... There's something hard about being with a black man as in it's telling you how hard it is. Yeah. But the good part about being a black man is that he knows how hard. He it knows is. how hard it is. I was just going to say that. I don't have to explain anything to him.
0: Like when you have dated men who are not black, do you feel like that's a, p- a place where they fall short where like they just cannot understand your struggle, so it's hard for you to like open they up. They get it, but they don't feel it. Yeah. They can understand. They can like sympathize. Right. But they can't like
1: And if it's a guy who's dated a black woman before, he may already like, he already, he already knows what's up. He he already got got the notes. uh, Because there's a comic, uh, Shalewa Sharp, Shalewa has a joke about her being a uh, starter Negro.
0: That's hilarious. Already. I've never even heard the bit. I'm like, this is amazing.
1: Right. So if you're the black, if you're, if you're a white dude who wants to start dating black chicks, she's got you. She's like, she knows about bands. She used to carry a lunchbox as a purse. (laughs) She's got you it's you can dip your toe in right you know or as ian carmel once say, it said on his podcast put a little pinky in the ranch that's so funny um and the then ranch. we were on the same podcast. we were me and me were on the same show and i was like i am definitely not a starter negro <laughs> i don't know about your bands dude i am advanced i am adva- this is this an is AP. five yeah i was gonna say 5.0 like, this is love this is the 400 level class yeah not that i don't not for this is thesis this is the it's i grew up in enough suburbs to know that you like a band this is ap black right it's ap black i know enough about bands there's a lot I of black right AP black. <laughs> um there's a lot of non-hip-hop music that i listen to because you can't listen to rap music all day you just can't mix it up sometimes you want to go to sleep <laughs> and you can't twerk yourself to bed get too hyped you're right you can't be like ah, 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 ah. <sighs> No, it's not how this works. <laughs> I can't twerk myself to sleep, this ain't a thing. Um sometimes you need to listen to glass animals or fucking whatever. I love glass animals by the way. Yeah. But uh Like I don't think people know that a lot of black people love red hot chili peppers. What? So Do you, you know? ever
0: drive around seeing that song about LA that's like uh you know what I'm talking about? That uh
1: California No.
0: I drive on the streets cause she's my companion. <sighs> I'm running. Is that, I don't even know if that, who is that? I think the corny- I don't ever
1: want to feel <laughs> like I did that day. <laughs> no, California case is my jam. Uh, and scar tissue is amazing. Scar tissue that I wish you so. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the best things is that I was at this event in Atlanta called soul fusion and it was, like, for, like, 25 and up. So it was, like, it wasn't all, like, the most current music. Yeah. And That's the best, though. They uh it was, like, 200 black people in this room. And Soul Fusion was, like, for, like, kind of, like, the college educated. Like, it was a very specific crowd that yeah. we were going towards. And they started playing Smells Like Teen Spirit. That's amazing. And all of us were jumping up and down. Because I think all of us were black people that grew up in the suburbs. That's so funny because, like no one would expect that no and there were a couple like uh kind of hood ass black dudes in there yeah and at one point the dude was like talking to me and the song comes on and we were like like oh! oh. and we're jumping him down going entertain us and then afterwards he was like yo how did all y'all niggas know the song and like what happened i did i miss a meeting dude <laughs> he was there i saw i was, and i would look over at him he's like the fuck and he did i just join a cult <laughs> <laughs> right he hooked like connect eyes with another hood dude like the fuck is this nigga? he was like he couldn't <laughs> it was just beyond he was like y'all was just jumping up and down y'all knew all the words and i'm like yeah the song goes hard yeah that's it an amazing like, song <laughs> the song's great he was like he's like i mean i liked it but like all y'all knew this shit and i'm like yeah, it came out when we were all like teenagers yeah like it was very popular it was very popular he that liked, was our pop music <laughs> right and he was just like man who is i was like nirvana he's like so where to do it?" i was like nirvana. oh like, no oh no Cobain was dead like it was this whole Oh, that's sad. It was this whole situation. Kirk Cobain. Right. (laughs) Don't know who he is. Although there was a rapper that came out a couple years ago that named himself Kirk Cobangs. Kirk Cobangs. So it's K I R K O Bangs, and then B A N G Z. And my friend uh, Joe worked at like this uh, place called F Y E, and this girl was looking for that guy's album. A black girl comes in, and Joe's very white, (laughs) and she's like. Y'all got Kurt Cobain's? And he was like, yeah, he's over there. And she's like, no, that ain't what I'm talking about. His new album just came out. And she was, he was like, "Nope, nope, he's, he's dead. dead. She's like, what do you mean? No. How about the rapper? And he's like, Kurt Cobain's not a rapper. And she was like, who? And he's like, who? And I was like, this is amazing. That's so funny. And I was like, did you just have a musical version of Who's on first? Is that what <laughs> just happened to you? Kurt Cobain? Kurt Cobain's? <laughs> Kurt, Cobain's. Kurt Cobain's. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain's. Kurt Cobain. I was like, Joe, this is amazing. That's so funny. I said, please tell the story on stage. Oh my God. I love this so much. It made me so happy. Ugh. I laughed so hard when he told me about it, but it's, it, it's, it's different. It's so interesting now because it's like, I know a lot of black women now who are starting to date outside of our race. Yeah. And it is a very interesting situation. Cause I've had black women hit me up. Like, all right, girl, you really fucking with these white dudes, but a black dude. So they're t- like, are
0: they like hitting up for advice? Like, why? Well, it's do like, I do it? it's
1: like, should this? Do
0: they are? Do they know how to treat you? Or like,
1: yeah, like, is it different? What's it like? What is? What's sp- it like fucking a white guy? And it's like, right? And I was like, because that's what the one lady asked. She's like, what's right? Like like? I was like, <laughs> it's pink. I mean, pink. she's like, are they big? I was like, some of them are. Yeah, some like, of them with black dudes, dudes. All of them don't have huge dicks. They don't. The biggest ones I've ever seen were on black dudes.
0: But, like, a lot of them have, like, pretty normal dicks. Just average size. You ever seen a black guy with a tiny dick, though? Yes, I have. <gasps> very annoying. Name him. I'm kidding. <laughs> Did you say I'm very into it? He was a DJ. Uh... No, of course he was. Who becomes a DJ if they have a big dick? <laughs> Take that, DJs. Nah. Whoever you are. All my DJ fans.
1: I feel you... like I'm very generalizing for black people in my situation and my experience. That's okay. I
0: do a uh, disclaimer at the end where I go. Please remember that this person's experience is just their own and it's not a reflection of other people who are similar to them
1: cool uh although as a black woman i'm a representative of black people and black women at all times. do
0: you feel like that all the time
1: yes known fact
0: is that true for me do i represent white
1: ladies no white people aren't representatives of all white people they get to be individuals do they uh-huh
0: but as a white lady do people look at me and go like "Oh, white lady and make assumptions that I people make assumptions from everything like i've met you know humans and been like 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 if you didn't know me i was just a white lady and you w- would you would you have preconceived notions about me just based on the fact that I was a white lady absolutely, what would they be?
1: Do you eat avocado toast okay, that's true that you probably love Rose? Let
0: me just prove how real stereotypes are. <laughs> Rose's fine, I like just pure champagne
1: right uh let's see um, Which we should have rose <laughs> that uh what else is another white girl assumption? It's probably annoying I am uh, that. you're. <laughs> It depends on what she looks like. Yeah. There's those girls where it's just like, oh, you've never paid for anything. Oh, where they're very, like, done up, like. Well, and it's almost like, or the, the low-key done up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, this shirt's regular, but it was obviously $100. Ugh. Um, I wish I had that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> the low-key done up. It's, yeah, it's. Like, just threw on my
0: boyfriend jeans that cost thousands of dollars
1: god more too much money for jeans it's confusing because they're all cost 45 cents to make um <laughs> but yeah everyone's like when you like when you see me it's like oh well we all I mean for better or worse everyone
0: makes assumptions about people not not even necessarily just like oh this is your skin color but based on the way they look they go like oh you know you think like oh this person probably likes rock music because they're in the I don't know black t-shirt whatever fucking, right um
1: so white dude's probably in a band, but the thing is, he's in a he band. He is in a
0: band. It's fine. You're not being hateful. You're just, you know, making assumptions. I feel like
1: every time I've seen a white dude that I thought he was in a band, You've always he was been in a, a band. Right?
0: A lot of white guys are in bands. Doesn't mean the bands are good. Do you think... Um. Okay, so as a, as a black person, I know we talked about, we touched on it earlier, and then we can keep this part brief, but how women of color can go to other women of color of different ethnicities mm-hmm. and kind of talk about things that like you can't talk about with white women, mm-hmm. but because of the way specifically black people are treated in our country, do you ever feel like there's things you can't talk about with say like Latino women? Or do you ever feel like, I don't want to say animosity cause not towards them, but like anger,
1: like do you ever feel like, Oh, it's worse for me. I know that there's not certain things I can talk about with, uh, Asian woman. Yeah. Like your feelings or anything. Well, I mean, i just... It's... I'm kidding. No, it's... No, that's not... I know one... I know no one's following them through a store. Yeah. But... You're like, I know that no one is like, that girl's going to steal. Right. But I know that they... Have a different type of oppression yes yeah as in you know like the model minority or the fetishization, fetishization fetishization i can't say like word. no one's of asian women is like crazy right the fetishization of asian women is crazy yeah no one's fetishizing black women but black men yeah Do you, you know don't ever
0: feel fetishized that's a complete lie like you've never had a guy hit on you and then been like wait this guy just has like a weird thing for black women where he's just oh like, yeah
1: because it's like or well, like not fetish not much same, like a conquest like it's, I, I want to fuck a black lady. Yes, it's very okay. conquest. It's a very conquistador situation. Conquistador, conquistador. As in, Con- I'm a conquistador.
0: That's a white man saying. It. This
1: is the thing. No one's openly talking about a fetish towards black women.
0: Yeah, it's like a dirty little secret. You it's, think, a,
1: it's it's a secret. The fetishization of Asian women is this open? Is open and completely accepted?
0: Yeah, like people are just like, it's just a thing. It's Jews just a
1: thing. <laughs> you're an asian girl and that's how it is. So I can have conversations with them about being fetishized as as not as in like being a kink, being for a someone. kink. I they can understand that. They're not going to understand, you know, like being afraid of the police. Being afraid of the, the police, way. no. But they can still understand what it's like to be oppressed, to be an ornament of white people. Oh, uh, okay. So, and I can speak to Latin women about how, uh, the struggle of people assuming that they're, you know, we used to be assumed to be the help. Ah. Uh, and now they're assumed to be the help in all situations. Like, because of,
0: because of the jobs they take and stuff? Because of the, because of the jobs. Okay. And it's, I definitely just accidentally deleted those notes, but, um, within the struggle of like, uh, minorities. <sighs> Let's see. How do I phrase this? I'm trying to think of, it was one of the questions for my listeners. Um, with Latino women, with what's going on now with like, um, deportation. Mm-hmm. Do you feel, um, any responsibility or that, there, that, uh, Need to be there for them, like that. You need to. My aunt's an immigrant.
1: Yeah, my uncle's wife is an immigrant. She got naturalized. She's from Brazil. Okay. I had a friend who I grew up with who got deported Ugh. years ago. I have had a friend of mine, and they're basically like my family. Yes. So, a guy who I would almost consider a brother to me, or guys are gonna consider a brother to me his brother um is a permanent resident of the okay. United States he's not a citizen he's a permanent resident yeah and he was detained in Texas
0: but he is legally he's a legal he's resident
1: legally allowed to be he's a permanent resident of the United States. But he was detained in Texas. He's detained in Texas coming back from Mexico. Jesus um and so I in the neighborhood that I grew up in, in Atlanta, it was predominantly Latino, predominantly Mexican. And there was a Sunday morning and I heard like just a bunch of commotion. Yeah. And I woke up and INS was there. Jesus. And they left with eight, 20 passenger vans. Holy shit. Full of men and women and children. So I've seen people get taken deported. away. Deported. Empty apartments, stuff in their apartment left. It's horrifying. So, yeah, cops rolling through and just like hiding in the window. I know I'm not going anywhere. I was fucking born here. Yeah, but seeing people physically taken out of a house, put in a van, and those vans leaving, and That's just crazy. Sh- and counting the vans because I know they were they were the biggest passenger white passenger vans you can get. And it said Department of Immigration and Naturalization on the door. Yeah. And they were awful.
0: And you think that's probably happening at a massive rate now?
1: Like with? Oh, I remember they were having mass deportations before. Yeah. Um, Has it just
0: been always going on? Now it's getting more media, you think? It's always been going on. Okay.
1: I worked somewhere in the three Tyson plants, the Tyson chicken plants. There's three of them, three or four of them across the country, from East Coast to West Coast. (sighs) And we had customers. I worked somewhere that did a uh, payroll deduction. Yeah. And so it was the benefit of your job. So if you had the job, so you wanted to buy a refrigerator. Yeah. And you didn't have the money or you just wanted to pay it over time. You could like. Out of your paycheck, like $10 would come out every time you got paid. Okay. So you, so you do they, a payment plan. So it was, was just, just a payment plan. It was a no credit check. If you had a job and it was a benefit from your job. Yeah. You could get it. And we had an issue with payments one time. Because INS hit the Tyson plants.
0: Oh, so like, oh, you were the company loan, like doing the payment plans.
1: Do, we were the company. So at, all these
0: people, like this shit, got shut down and they got sent out.
1: Yeah. So we were contacting. So were you like contacting the
0: INS and being like, I'm gonna need you to go in and get that refrigerator.
1: Nah, I need to wash or dry dryer, or pair or and that Xbox back. Um. <laughs> so yeah, Tyson hit. Uh no, INS hit all four Tyson plants. Like they went to the plants, you think they went to the plants? God damn! And they would have like one people, like one person, like five people working under the same Social Security number, on some real shady shit. And they took out of I think all four plants, they took three thousand people. Oh my heavens to Betsy! And when you get deported, this is the thing: when you get deported, you don't go back immediately. No, are you in like weird limbo? You gotta get processed. So my homeboy, when he got deported, he had to go back to Guatemala. Okay. But if they don't have enough Guatemalans to fill up a plane, you wait. Jesus. So he waited for six months in jail to go back Just to Guatemala to tra- because they did not have enough Guatemalans to put on a plane to take back. Fuck, that's
0: insane.
1: So if you're getting deported and you your ass is from like... One of them countries that ends in a stand. You in this bitch for a <laughs> Stan, while. <laughs> you're in this bitch for a while. You going back to Trinidad? Dude, you live in jail now. Oh, God. Yeah, I should have said you're from Tobago. <laughs> yeah, hear, hear, something real little. Yeah. Were uh, you going back to Belize? Never met any of them. Yeah. You live- I
0: met I met some, but I was in Belize. so
1: Makes sense. And um, the guy I
0: met kept being like, it's unbelievable. He was a tour guy. He was the cutest person. His name was Elvis. So he sent cute. me a Christmas
1: card. <laughs> um... So, yeah, I do feel I grew up in a predominantly Latino neighborhood. Yeah. And it's not that I feel responsible. It's that you're a, a human. Right. And that's my family. Yeah. Like my best friend, one of my best friends is Mexican. Yeah. His sisters are my sisters. His cousins are my cousins. His aunt sends me a message every day on Facebook. And so does his mom. Aww. I talk to these women every almost every day, even if it's a little message. It's hi, how are you doing? Or I hope you have a great day. Or there's still glittery messages people used to send on MySpace. Oh my God, I don't the know where they get messages. these messages from, but it's a weird thing because it's I have this. I'm still black. Yeah, but this is such. Because of of my experiences.
0: Yeah. It hit home so much. It hits a lot harder than you think it would if maybe you hadn't grown up around
1: Right. If I had grown up in a completely different place than where I grew up in Atlanta. I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood, I'd be like, Oh, they're getting deported, that's fucked up. Yeah. But the fact that you you were in like a heavy
0: Latin neighborhood.
1: Heavy Latin neighborhood. One of my friends has been deported. Uh you know, homeboy got deported, homeboy got detained. My aunt, my cousins are half Brazilian. My aunt could get, like, she could have issues coming back from Brazil. Yikes. That's my family. Yeah. That's literally my family. Yeah. So, and what was funny is when I came out here and people were like, black people and Mexicans don't get along. And you're like, was, what? Yeah, it was so confusing to me because I had a lot of Latino friends growing up. And we would always say, listen, we got to fight, like, White people hate both of us. Do you think There's sometimes no they hate each other?
0: Do you think some sometimes somehow like infighting within like all oppressed groups is sort of low key encouraged because it keeps people from coming together? Uh huh. Mm. Do you sometimes think? Do, do you think that that occasionally extends to the feminist movement? Do you think like probably the conversation about
1: how because black women not being included is very loud. Yeah. Women of color not being included is very loud. Yeah. But it's also very accurate.
0: Uh, of course. But do you think sometimes the reiteration of that is kind, is is like Like the fact I only, that I don't understand your struggle or I can never like personally understand it um in the fight to equality, do you think sometimes and maybe this is just like a Twitter thing but that is hyper-focus, instead of going like, okay, look, I know I can't understand it completely, but I'm on your side. Let's focus on the enemy first. Does that make sense?
1: You have to fix your house. Okay. You have to fix your house. The fact that white women can't agree with white women <laughs> on what to do. you have to fix your house you gotta
0: fix your house the white lady house is missing a roof and frankly no one knows
1: what they're doing in the kitchen and the fact that because like I what's like the term womanist what is that I don't know that sounds like a term that's been
0: coined by someone who wants to be like no I do want women to be better than men I've never heard that word I've seen it I've seen humanist and that makes sense to me but that's a different podcast at a different time
1: um it's because i've seen that relating to a lot where it comes to black feminism
0: because the thing is i don't do you think it's just that people want to denounce the word feminism because there's so much bad kind of like press or connotation to it that they're like let me just use a different word and maybe that will change the conversation
1: yeah there's no like femme noir there's massage noir. noir there's no femme noir Fem noir is, would be black feminism, you think? And probably, because misogyny noir is black misogyny. And is that
0: misogyny specifically from black men? To black women, yeah. To black... Does that go back to what I asked before about... Like, explain that to me. Because is that, like, black men know that you guys sort of have, like, a, a you, like a know, obligation that you feel towards
1: them so they take advantage of that? Massage noir is the same thing that,
0: or is it like making like wanting you to think that like you are nothing without black men.
1: It's because uh, we experience the same thing white women experience from black men or from white men. Okay, so a certain beauty standard.
0: Okay, so it's like you need to be this.
1: You need to be this. You need to act this way. A standard, a beauty standard. The issue is with, because I don't know if you ever heard, if you heard Candy Alexander's speech on Scandal. I didn't. Uh, It was fucking amazing. Okay, I'm going to Google it after this. Uh, Because she was talking about white black women have had everyone on their back. Yeah. The whole time. Mm -hmm. And the fact that when we'll be there for black men, while they're on the where they're struggling, and then resent us for it later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I did this. I helped your business flourish, and then now that I'm here, you resent. You know what you I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, getting, getting swagger jacked by white girls. Like it's black misogyny is the same thing that white misogyny is. It's just specifically. It's specifically in the. It's in like the,
0: there's this idea of what the ideal black woman is, and you're all held to that standard by certain right, black men. Right, but that shifts all it, it just
1: depends on who you're talking
0: to so it's like whatever that person's image of the perfect black woman is
1: it's you know she needs to be strong she needs to be independent or she needs to always be there for her man she needs to hold him down bop 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 and you're just like what black women are told all the time what they should be doing for black men yeah it doesn't always go the other way that's gotta be it's fucking frustrating frustrating Because it doesn't make you want to go. But then but black men resent us, you know, black women resent a lot of black women for being, you know, I'm strong and I'm independent and I don't need no man. When it's like, okay, but you're all, I'm not also not allowed to
0: be like, I want you to, I need a man. Right. Like, it's like they say, they project this, like, I want a strong woman, but then you do it and they're like, well, fuck you for not needing me. Right.
1: But (laughs) at the same time, I just, you want a black man, you need a black man. You know, black men have been through so much. Y'all need to be here and hold us down. Okay, cool. And no
0: one will love you like a black man can. Uh huh. So it's like, in a way, it, I mean, it's a misogyny that controls you because it makes you think, "I need this man."
1: Mm hmm. But then you live somewhere like Atlanta, and for every single black man, there's 17 black women.
0: So black men can be huge pieces of shit, right? Because they're like swimming in a
1: pool. They're like they're so swimming in pussy. They literally are.
0: And so then does it create, does, does a city like that create like more animosity between women? Cause you feel like
1: you're competing. It's them or yeah. me. Yeah. Because I heard the shit on the radio and you're like, why would you announce that? Thank you. You're like, good. We needed to know that. Right. And so if all you chicks in the city are fighting for these dudes, cool. I'm a fuck a white dude. Yeah. I'm not even in this race. And then, but
0: people are still going to be like, why are you dating white guys? And it's like, well, you're not fucking dating me.
1: No, because I'm not, because I had a dude say that to me because it used to be 15 women for every one dude. And they're like, and the dude was like, well, you know, is there every 15 black women for every one, every black man? I said, oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, you know, and I'm, but I'm here talking to you. And I was like, like, how lucky you are. And I was like, you can go make 14 other women unhappy. <laughs>
0: yeah, but like that numbers thing where it's just like, you should be so lucky is like, mm-hmm. I don't fucking need you. Mm-mm. Like, it's not the 20s. Don't aren't the
1: only men.
0: Well, it's also like, I can get a job just as easy as you can, like a regular job. Like,
1: And what's funny, when, I I mean, when we office, go to an like, office,
0: we're just black people to the person hiring us if they're not black. Well, what's you know funny what I mean? is most of
1: the offices that I've worked in have been black women and white dudes. Yeah. So one day I was like, hey man, where do black dudes and white women work? Do they have jobs? I mean... White women just are married. Well, I, I don't know married. what they
0: do. I mean, I was working ha. at I was working at every fucking job in the planet because I'm a cuckoo bananas. Um, let's gosh, we've been doing this for a while. And I think my battery's gonna die. Um, but I want it plug it in. I want to get. I don't have a plug for it. I'm so dumb. I bought it off Craigslist. <laughs> I know someone gave me a plug and it doesn't work. It's a whole thing. It doesn't matter. We've got time. Let me see. Let me get to some of these questions. Though we talked about black people loving Jesus, but uh, do you think Jesus was black? Jesus was a Hebrew. Was he Hebrew? What were there images of him in your church? Was he like depicted as a Hebrew man?
1: Uh, I've either heard I've only seen Jesus white with long hair. Do you think that was like Jesus is black with long hair? And I'm like white like, man hair though, like white no, lady long hair. it was like dreads. Oh, <laughs> or like oh, it was curly but it was still like laid down. Yeah, and I'm like. Hair like wool. Even on our own shit. He yeah, like, still ain't got hair like wool? God. This is just wet wool. What's going on? Jesus with a jerry curl. How funny would that be? Oh, <laughs> I mean, we've all seen it. Um, <laughs> Holy Jesus. And that S curl. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's <sighs> like, do, do they talk about that in black
0: church? And do you think like the
1: depiction? Just say, hair like wool with shit go?
0: Do you think depiction of Jesus as white was like supposed to be a thing to control people or just to make white people feel better about themselves?
1: It was because King James wanted a God to look like. Well, actually, oh, King James. Yeah, Well, it was the King James Bible. But Baron Vaughn has a joke about it.
0: Mm hmm. Um, love Baron Vaughn.
1: And he was saying that the depiction of Jesus that we all know, it was done by Leonardo Da Vinci. And it's a picture of his uncle <laughs> who we thought it was the perfect looking man is what is how the joke goes that's so funny and so but it was a depiction of someone that looks like yourself i think every culture kind of makes jesus look like them. like
0: them but, well because i think the idea is you you want to see yourself in him and that helps you identify with right what but he did better hair,
1: it says hair like wool feet like bronze when we go get that what i don't understand the brown thing that's what it says hair like wool feet like bronze heavy
0: feet brown feet Probably brown feet. Feet made of metal. This he was is- a robot in a wool wig.
1: Think about <laughs> it. If if you look at where he was born, he's a Middle Eastern Jew. I mean, it definitely
0: doesn't make sense that he would be a blonde hair, blue eye. No. And Absolutely what's so no. weird
1: about those and what's so weird about the movies about Jesus and what's so frustrating about those movies is that everyone else in the movie is always looks like they live in that area. So, yeah. it's always tanned curly haired people, and then this hippie motherfucker comes He's walking like through. Jesus, and you're like this
0: doesn't, but maybe that's why he was they knew he was special. They're like his skin is so light, and his hair is so straight. What's wrong with him? no that's I'm kidding, obviously, but um, did they discuss that a lot in like did you grow up in a black church? did they discuss that ever?
1: We didn't always uh there wasn't always times we went to like black black church. Um, there were okay. times we went to white churches, but they were always so boring.
0: White church is boring. I got. To, uh, I remember when I went to a black church for the first time, and I was like, "Oh, church doesn't have to be terrible."
1: Yeah, <laughs> but the thing about black church is that it takes forever. so long. Ever.
0: it's all day. That's your one day. Sunday. I got to
1: church, and I was, we got there at ten a.m. We didn't leave till four. <laughs> oh sweet Jesus! Literally, I'm like, oh, I know. That. All
0: right, Lord. Do you think black people were the first black for the per- were the first people on earth
1: uh I think we
0: all uh came from black people
1: I mean you can genetically trace life out of Africa
0: yeah do you think white people were made in a laboratory <laughs> I
1: think who the fuck asked that <laughs> I I just heard a
0: crazy person. I mean, not a crazy. I heard someone say that. And they're like, I heard this theory one time. I think I heard it on another podcast.
1: No, my mama did always tell me that white people were mutants, but they are genetic mutants. I mean, yeah, that's so much. It's evolution. It's a mutation. Yeah. You know, evolution doesn't have to be like better. No, it's just. Yeah. Genes mutate. Right. So I saw a documentary. This guy's. uh, It's so funny because biologists tracked human migration using genetics. Genetics. And started in Africa. Yeah. And worked his way out. That's, it, I, it's, what's interesting to me is
0: would being white at some point have served a purpose? Because it seems like you're just getting less <laughs> equipped to withstand Earth. Um, you know what I mean? Like when I think of like the sunlight. <laughs> that's like... Right. But if you go to somewhere like... But, like, if it's cold, does being white help? Or was it just a weird genetic mutation that, for some reason, people were attracted to so they kept breeding?
1: Well, I think it's because if you look at the...
0: I mean, obviously, neither of us actually know. I'm just...
1: Well, it's because, it's like, the guy, because I was watching the documentary, and he was like, because of the, uh, like, the reason black people darker skin, people are in hotter areas of darker skin to protect them from From the the sun. sun.
0: So it's like they evolved. What happened was the lighter skin people probably died out.
1: No it's not that they were They weren't as light as white people Yeah The fact that there was not the amount of sunlight Yeah And the intensity of sunlight That there was In Africa compared to Ireland So they just
0: like over generations lost pigmentation Yeah
1: Cause it was like not There's literally needed. not we enough like... sun to create the melanin to stay that brown
0: Oh yeah That <laughs> Literally, my brain was like, oh, they just, like, stopped being, oh.
1: <laughs> and so the reason your and hair now was curly. now Irish people right, so are allergic hair- to the sun. That's right. And so your hair was curly. Because sweat, right? Because of it kept it off of you and it kept it out of the it, way. Like, served a purpose. It served a purpose. They weren't as hairy. That's so interesting over time to, to see. Over time. So when you go to somewhere where.
0: I mean, it's just a change. But when you think about it in terms of, like, watching it, like. like a black like an african person with dark skin and this curly hair like evolve into like a white person it just seems like they're for sure dying like and the hair like flattens and they become pale right but and then white people are like we're superior
1: (laughs) (laughs) but like the noses get smaller because it's a colder climate oh so you don't want the cold air coming in right lips are gonna get smaller why is that because think about how chap your lips get in (gasps) the winter oh so you don't need big, luscious lips. They're going to keep fucking up. Does it frustrate you? Let's talk about luscious lips. Does But it fr- I don't know where butts went. I don't know why y'all don't have any butts. I guess. It's just from, from holding them in from shivering. You just shook them off. <laughs> yeah, we just shivered our asses off. <laughs> Literally froze our ass
0: off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the hair goes straight. What happened was
0: is that men couldn't control themselves around asses and they were like ripping women's clothes off and they were both uh, freezing to death because they were naked. And so women evolved out of butts. So men stopped uh, attacking them, attacking them in the streets, disrobing them. Got it. That's I'm a scientist. I love you. I know that's the truth. Sounds good. How do you feel? Speaking of luscious lips, the changes, uh, I think not even arguably, if you look at like plastic surgery culture, Mm -hmm. it seems like a lot of uh, what is, Uh, trendy right now with plastic surgery is things that I mean flat out you just go you're trying to look like a black person uh huh how does that make you feel are you like fuck you I think it's hilarious what that like for so long people
1: oppressed black people and women are like because it was so long oh you've got you know their lips are so big and ugly and I've just been like okay 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 let's just admit that a full lip is gorgeous like let's just fucking stop it's un because yeah. even before the trend, they would talk about Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And I was just like, she has black woman lips. Yeah, it's like, give us credit. And then the same thing with J-Lo. She has this big ass. People put fun of J-Lo's ass. And I was just like, okay, first of all, her ass is not that big. Yeah. Because I can guarantee you Carrie Washington's ass is much bigger than j <laughs> So it was always an interesting thing The to great me. American ass off. Right, the great American ass off. Um, I mean...
0: I knew it was all downhill for me once butts went mainstream. <laughs> I was like, this is the end.
1: This is I had a good run. <laughs> People are into butts. I'm out. Well, what's interesting was like for me, I was dating a guy uh, we, um, and I was at his house one day and he just uh, was telling me that I have little white woman lips. And I was like,
0: that's not, like, is that why you've been like, I, I've, you sometimes think about lip injections from that one man because you have gorgeous lips and it makes me feel insane when you're like, Should I get lips? They were
1: small. No. Compared look at to my other, lips. Look at my lips. Compared to other black people who have small lips. My mom's lips are bigger than mine.
0: Yeah. If you got lip injections, it wouldn't fit your face.
1: Your lips oh no, are perfect. I'm not trying to get Carrie Washington's lip. This thing, some mornings I wake up and I'm like, ooh, these lips is juicy. And then
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love imagining that that's literally how you wake up. It's like your first thought is like,
1: ooh, these lips is juicy. Literally. <laughs> when I was on the road with Ben, I was like, I got up when the mirror and woke up. I was like, oh these lips is juicy and he was like let me see and i was like "Ben, don't i look fuller today he's like you look nice
0: we're having a good lip day thank god you're not on the road with me because that would mean a completely different thing
1: oh man i'd be like oh these lips are juicy and like, <laughs> put your <laughs> fucking
0: pants on you <laughs> creep
1: um uh let's uh but no it is very frustrating and like but what's so funny to me is that the lip injections on these girls first of all
0: well that it's like it doesn't look like you have big lips it looks like you have lip injections
1: First of all, whoever did Kylie Jenner, God bless them, is a master. Well, that's Kim's. I mean, that's Kim. But the thing is, if you look at 08 Kim, Kim didn't have them thin ass lips that Kylie had. No. Kim still had a yeah. lip. Yeah. Kylie didn't even have a top lip. She didn't have a top lip. She didn't have a bottom lip. She had a hole in her face where food went. You know what's crazy is that as far as I know, they are
0: plastic surgeon. Th- surgeon. Surgeon is anonymous. Like he's under wraps. Uh Which to me is so unfortunate because whoever that is deserves credit for like being such
1: a good artist. He. Or she. He or she built her ass from the ground up. That's why I don't think that. That's why I think they don't get it in this country.
0: Oh, you think that like they go
1: somewhere Uh, where like. No, because you could. They would have. TMZ would have found Korea. Huh? Korea. Brazil. Brazil. No, no, no. no, no. no. Colombia. Oh, okay. Colombia is number one for plastic surgery. Oh, I thought it was South Korea. Uh-uh. They're up there. No, they're they're up there with that eye surgery. Oh, but butts is. But if you're trying to get like some real like overhaul stuff done, Colombia. Oh, is that why Colombian women are gorgeous? They're just gorgeous. They just from. are. I just sat next to a
0: Colombian woman. and I was like, do you, on a plane, and I was like, does everyone look like Sofia Vergara? Like, what's happening? Wait, is she Colombian? <laughs> I think so. Well, now I look real dumb. Um, I believe she's Colombian. Let's. End on the most important thing, uh, and that is your hair. <laughs> um, as a black woman with black woman hair, you you uh, mostly do natural, right? You did braids recently, but like, have you always had natural hair? Braids are
1: still... No, 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 no.
0: No. Uh, I... Just tell me about hair in the black community. Big deal. Yeah. Big, big deal. Are you expected to have not natural hair? Like, do you feel like socially you were taught when you were younger that like you need to straighten your hair and make it look more Def- quote white?
1: You not to look white, it or was, just uh, more
0: quote neat. Like white people don't view
1: it was v- seen as more manageable. That was just what the style was. Like in the seventies, everybody had afros. In okay. the eighties, went back, or you would get blowouts. Mm-hmm. So you get blowouts done. Um, but I remember in the seventh grade, because like for two years of middle school. I only had braids. And two middle school. I only have braids. And I asked my mom one day, I was like, Mama, I want what if I just wore my hair like this? And she's like, No, you always need a perm. Because And perm
0: perm straighten black women's hair, right? Yes. It's a relaxer. I remember asking my friend Mercedes, who is black, her mom, if I she was doing a perm in Mercedes hair was like, Can I have a perm? And she's like, Hit me in the head. <laughs> it's like, Shut up. <laughs> Look, girl, you fine. She's like, no, you're, you are naturally, you have the hair you need. And I was like, okay. It's um, like, oh, we're getting
1: perms. <laughs> but like, I remember as a little girl getting my hair hot combed. And that shit. Does it hurt? Fuck yes.
0: Oh. what? And a hot comb, is that like it's intense a metal, straightening? Yeah, How does it's a straightening do? device.
1: Okay. It's a metal comb that is put on a stove or in a heating element to straighten your hair. Oh, man. Ow. And you put grease in the hair to maintain it, and that's and if the shit gets wet, if you sweat, it's over. It's over. It's done. Done. So it's like pressure
0: to like not yeah. drop a sweat, not do and nothing. Shit, and you Don't can get sweat a rain of perm drop on. Too.
1: Um, perms are chemically relaxed. It's a chemical. I've had a many chemical burns on my scalp. Is it truth that, that
0: can leak into your head
1: if it burns through? Yeah,
0: like that. That can make you like go crazy or something.
1: That's not... Is that a... Okay. You'd have to have it on for so long... That, like,
0: you wouldn't be able to function.
1: No. Like, there's no, like... And then it made me bipolar! No. It'd have to be on your hair for so long... Okay. ...to get through. It can burn... Like, I've had one on my skin around my face... Oof. ...because just a little bit of perm got, like, right on my forehead. If you don't wipe it off immediately and put a neutralizer on it, it's a chemical burn. It'll burn you. Okay. Um, But you... Because I asked my mom in seventh grade, I was like, my mom want a prime. She's like, no, you always need to have a relaxer. Because she knew I was, she, my mother was a beautician. Mm-hmm. So my mother did my hair until I was like 20, until I was like 24. My mom was the opposite of a beautician. Oh yeah, my mom was a beauty school. I had weaves, I had finger waves of French rolls. I remember. You had it all, just like oh, fun hair. I looked like a little, my nickname when I was really, when I was like in elementary school was China Doll. Oh, because it was always just done up. It was always nice. done up, but all the black girls her hair done up. In the fifth grade with French waves with uh finger waves and a French roll and PE. We're playing football. Not today, coach. These curls got a lot this week. last all week. You're like, nope, my mom will kick my ass. My mom will fight me in these streets if I come in here in this uh finger waves and lift it up. She's I spend all day Sunday getting my hair done. Are you insane? You're like, but, uh, Yeah, yeah all of were like that though. That's so interesting. Um, weaves, all kind of stuff. Do you ponytails? Especially do you miss ponytail. that?
0: Or are you like do you prefer now that you do natural a lot of the time are you like it's just is it easier I went
1: natural in 2010 do you get a lot of stupid questions yes I went natural 2010 because I was tired I was tired of paying for a relaxer to go get my You're hair like, relaxed every it. six weeks it costs like 70 to 100 bucks god damn and my mother had done my hair most of my life and she was like you gotta get your hair done somewhere else and I was like this is bullshit or having <laughs> to get my hair washed and set and all that other mess. It's like so much work. Which is ridiculous. And one day I was like, and plus I always liked big hair. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I grow big hair. So I got weaves for like a year. Yeah. And then my mother cut all my relaxer off. And I would freak out as a kid. Like if my mother trimmed my hair, I'd, b- I'd cry. Yeah. Because I wanted my hair to grow. You wanted long. your hair to grow. And she eventually, so after a year she cut it. And my hair had grown. I mean, I didn't have, like, a, I, I did, like, it's called the big chop. Okay. And that's the term that's, like, when you go online with black women and, like, the natural hair communities online, it's the big chop. When and you so, do that, like, first big cut or when whatever? you really do that first big cut. Okay. Some women do it gradual, where they okay. let the hair grow out for a long time. But your hair is very weak, <clears throat> where the natural hair meets the relaxer. Okay. Because the follicles are different shape. hmm and so the weakest part's the demarcation line. Okay. So it's like, I'm doing this shit for a year and then I'm cutting it. Okay. And I'm done. And it was one of the happiest days of my life. So, since then, you're like, never again with Relaxer, I'm not looking back. Mm-mm. <sighs> That's Mm-mm. amazing. Too- I mean, I've only had my hair straightened once. Yeah. No, once or twice. My cousin did it. Only had my hair straightened like once. No, twice, 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 twice. I've only had my hair straightened twice since I've gone natural.
0: Did you ever, when you were little, try to straighten your hair using a hair
1: straightener? I didn't have to. My hair was too much straightened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just said that. Do you get
0: strangers trying to touch your hair all the time? Definitely. Yeah? yeah. Is it mostly white ladies?
1: I've had... Uh, it was mostly white women. Or but, dudes? Uh, Mostly white women, some white dudes, some Latinas. What's funny is when black dudes ask me to touch my hair. And it's like... And I literally said, nigga, touch your head. Touch your own hair. Touch your own head. He's like, "Nah." He's like, but I got to fade, though, so it's not long. But it's growing up. I, The only time you saw growing up, the only time I saw girls with natural hair were girls that were Haitian immigrants mm. or African immigrants. So did you, growing up, did you think, like, that's for them? It wasn't that's for them. It was just. Oh, that's, they, that's, that's the thing. That's roll. their style. That's, that's how, they how their style is. Um, but a lot of us had natural hair. It was, we just got our hair straightened, straightened. or like heat straightened. Okay. Where so you got blowouts or you would get hot combs. Okay. Or as a little girl, your hair was usually natural, yeah. but it was always in braids, like braids or it was always in barrettes.
0: On braids. Braids are originally
1: from Africa. Every culture had braids.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Germans always do braids too. Uh, what? How do you feel about? How do white feel about women girls wearing black girl styles? Yeah,
1: this is what I don't appreciate about that. Because growing up, white girls wear French braids. Yes. And I always wanted to get French braids, but my mother would always give me cornrows. Yeah, and I was like, "This is not a French braid. This is a cornrow." Yeah, and she's like, "Well, I don't know how to do a French braid. So this is what you get." So this is what you get. And what's aggravating now is that every culture had braids. Yeah, but cornrows were are from Africa.
0: Yeah, from Africa.
1: Because when you look at the traditional braiding of Europe, they don't braid hair like that. No, it's French braids are very common. They're like double braid, like or the fishtail braid, yeah. or any other stuff. They're not wearing cornrows. They're not. We- you know, some of them had dreads, but cornrows that was ours. Yeah, and. To see white women, because I'm tell you something, I've seen latinas with cornrows, couldn't give a shit, couldn't care. Yeah, but white women, white women, it's just a different, just a different feeling. Because it just like, bothers you. It bothers me, because it bothers me because when you see it online and it's like, oh, boxer braids. Those oh, when people just,
0: refuse to call it cornrows, refuse
1: to call it cornrows.
0: Do you think if they if they had said I have these big cornrows in my hair, you'd feel a little less upset about it? Because it's at least giving
1: credit. Just acknowledge it. Because that's my question, I guess. Is if you want to wear cornrows, fine, but just know somebody's <laughs> not going to like what it. What if I was
0: like, I brought you here. The whole point of the podcast was for me to ask you if I could wear cornrows.
1: No, that's what like, you've already done before. I, vacation hey, braids. Vacation
0: braids. <laughs> Fucking little row was like, you your damn vacation braids." <laughs> but um. What like to me, it's like, what is the line between someone has appropriated your culture or someone is appreciating it and trying and, and they ap- appreciate the beauty and they want to like
1: emulate it, emulate it. Listen, I would Be- love to walk around in a sari. I don't know if I can. Like my cousin's half Indian. So when he got married, I wore a sari to his wedding. My,
0: my Indian boyfriend's mother was going to give me all of hers. And then I broke up with them.
1: <sighs> before you got the clothes, yeah, dummy.
0: Well, she yelled at him, so I went, I guess. But I don't know. It's like, yeah, it, yeah. You wore one to the wedding, and no one thought it was weird. No, no. one was like, because that to me is. I think of when I
1: think. I mean, it was like, are you wearing a? Because like I had a sari and I had a tika, which is like a jewel that hangs down, like goes in your hair that hangs down in your forehead. Yeah, yeah. So I had a sari and I had a tika, and. Somebody tried to say something to me. Like one of his groomsmen, one little fuck who I'm not friends with anyway. Yeah. He's like, are you wearing a Saudi? And I was like, yeah. In memory of his mother. And looked him up and down twice. And he was like, oh, let me step the fuck back. Yeah. It's because just such he thought it was great. Yeah. Because the girl he was marrying, uh, my cousin Cindy, she had Hannah done. Was it an Indian wedding? It, had, it, it, would like, it was like it wasn't a full Indian. Way. It was like a fusion. Way. It was it was just few things here and there. OK, because she's black. He's half black. OK. um, And his mom is from Trinity. She's Indian Trinity. OK, so that's his culture. Because um, he'll wear traditional Indian clothing. Cause yeah. Indian. So I wore that because I asked him because I said to him, I was like, I want to wear this because of your mom. Is that OK? Is that fine? And he's like, that's awesome. And so when I went there, I was like, my cousin's getting married, just happening, in, you know, and they, told, they gave me something I could wear. Um, but I'm not walking around in life wearing a Sadi.
0: Yeah, do you think that's where the line is? It's like, okay, if you're going to a cultural event and you're, like, appreciating the culture, it's okay. But, like, just being like, this is my outfit for now. My mom sent me, she was working in India, and she sent me, like, two or three beautiful Sadi's. And I, I can't tell you how many times I tried them on. And like looked in the mirror, and I like loved my outfit, but I was like, I can't, I can't walk around in this,
1: dude. The number of times you seen white women in like a traditional wedding wearing someone else's shit, I'm just like, this is I can't. But is there? I get it. If is there a gray area if you're attending their event? Like if you're going, like yeah. To
0: me, it's like I would want to wear an Indian outfit like, at a yeah. at a Diwali celebration.
1: Like right, if I'm a. If my best friend's Indian, she's getting married. Fuck yeah. We getting henna, We getting Saudis. We getting bendies. We getting Tikas. We getting a whole nine.
0: Yeah. Cause I was in, well, cause I was in South Africa and I passed a couple shops that were owned by like African people, like, right. uh, from, from various parts of, you know, not necessarily just South African, but like these gorgeous dresses and skirts and like, I wanted to buy them. But then I was like, that's weird if I wear it. But then I was like, but I'm also like being a patron and supporting their work and like paying them
1: It was know, a very weird because the thing is I have always I don't know what to do in a situation yeah. like that. Because then I can wear like uh, my our pastor's from Ghana. Yeah. And he there's a lady in the in the congregation who has a who makes clothes. Okay. And he wants to give me get me like get me with her they give me some like, traditional clothes. clothes. Yeah. Which I'm perfectly fine with. Like, I'll see, like, the traditional skirts and traditional outfits. I'm like, yes, these are beautiful. I want to wear them. But at the same time, I mean, because it's like. When You're like, tra- i am am I going to upset? Well, it's not. I'm, I'm black. So yeah. no one's going to say anything. And when I'm walking around in fucking leader hose and somebody's going to have a question.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like. Where's Oktoberfest? When are we going?
1: Right. Like if I'm in traditional Vietnamese garb it's like, okay, bitch, uh what's happening here?
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean I feel like, I, I feel like I get the instinct to go, what's happening here? But like I feel for the most part in incidents like that, it's like a quiet side eye and then it's like, Are you really mad or are you just confused because
1: I I'm this is out of character for what you expect me to dress like. Right. And it's like people are like, Well, is it cultural appropriation or cultural appreciation? When you meet it's like, you know, the white dude named Tyler and the white girl named Crystal. Yeah. Like, you know who those people are. Yeah. They're both going to have mixed kids smoke Newports and drive an Impala. Like, you know <laughs> who those people are. You know who those people are. Tyler's always going to have a low cut fade with a chain on it and a white tee. It's just it's how just it is. just how it is. Crystal's always going to be overweight and in between jobs, but have too many rings on. <sighs> oh, those rings. Where'd I wonder if people name them? their daughter Crystal and don't think that's who she's going to be. I mean, that's... or is it just crystals making more crystals? crystals be making crystals crystals making crystals um i have to ask myself about that yeah it's because it's like i'll see like think you're like shit the Saudi's is beautiful first of all can i just be walking around in a Saudi? can i do this i mean i had a dream of just walking around in monk robes <laughs> for the comfort i mean everyone just wants to be covered in sheets i guess um but it is because when it comes to like the hair conversation Hair is always a big deal. Yeah. Hair was always something you could control. Hair was always something that you could use to express yourself. Yeah. Hair was always something that uh, was weird that white people were kind of like, If you want to work, you can't have your hair like this. You have to have white looking people hair? Yes. And then I don't know what happened in the 70s where everyone was like, fuck it, fuck it.
0: And so is it sort of like for that type of oppression to have been put on the black community? It's like insulting for a white person to be like, I'm going to do my hair like a a black lady.
1: Oh, yeah. A white person in Afro is like, unless (laughs) it's my stepdad, unless you're mixed. Yeah. Unless. There's not many times where I can see a white person in an afro. Yeah, no. My is, mom had pretty big hair in the 80s, but it was too long to be an afro. Unless you're God's chosen people, if I were white and an afro, I can't handle this shit. Yeah. Um, God, there's not enough time for all the questions I want to ask. Um, what other questions you got? We can do it real quick.
0: Because my, my instinct on the hair thing, this isn't even a question, it's just an aside I'm throwing in, even though I know I'm short on time. Uh, when I think of me doing traditionally black hair, I don't think of me. I think more of like there was a point in my life where like fifth grade me was like, I want braids, but it's because all of my friends were black and they had braids. And it was just like, it wasn't, I want, I want to be like a black person. It was like, I, I want to do, do what my what friends, friends are, are doing. doing. Right. It's just
1: whatever. I grew up with a bunch of Latinos who all wore the fucking dark lip liner. lip liner. Did you ever try it? Of course I did. Were you like But black women also were doing the same thing? Yeah. We were all wearing dark lip liner. Yeah. I never did the eyebrows. Oh. I never went that far. I never went, I never went to the eyebrows. I never went that far. Um, my eyebrows were too thick to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah no, I've never needed, I even sometimes try, try to like browse stuff in now and I'm like, I'm just gonna end up looking like Groucho Marx.
1: Like, what am I doing? My cousin, <laughs> I told her, I wanted her to fill in my eyebrows for me one time. I legit look like Groucho Yeah. Marx. Like, they were so thick. And then I'm like,
0: is this what's trendy?
1: <laughs> but it's, it's, um, it's the it's the swagger jack that's upsetting. It's okay. the I'm getting my butt done. I'm getting my lips done. I'm wearing box braids. So basically, just Chloe Kardashian. You're like
0: I'm taking all the things you have, but I still get the the luxury and privilege of being in my white
1: skin. Yes, and I love Chloe Kardashian. I have no um, issues with her.
0: I never had an issue with her, but I don't know uh, if you saw it recently that she speaking of swagger jack. Uh, there's some. Black designer who. Oh, they're saying like,
1: that Chloe stole her shit. Yeah. You know.
0: That I believe her. Well, she said that they they bought a few samples, and then her entire line looks just like like hers. And she like showed side by sides.
1: I don't know. I it's saw really weird. I side by sides. And I don't know if that's lazy. I or also everybody. have a problem
0: with Chloe Kardashian because I have a problem on the whole with anyone who is a part of those weight loss revenge shows because to me, like, I think that they sh- they show them as like. They try to market it as like, this is empowering. And it's like, I'll show them now that I've lost weight. And it's like, why did why is it that you had to lose weight to feel? I don't know. That's a whole different conversation. That had, this is. These are, that's two different asides. But she, because she had like that weight loss revenge. And it's like, it's like, oh, now that you're like a standard hot girl, it's okay for you to speak up for yourself. It's like, no, you're just like, oh, now that I'm skinny, I can be a bitch. Is that.
1: She was speaking up before. I think she just got tired of being the quote unquote ugly. Well, one. no, there
0: was a sh- She was on a show like that she like hosted no i know I she hosted a weight
1: loss revenge show and i'm telling you for a long time she was just like this is just how i look this is just how i look and i think it got to the point where it's just like
0: well you can't be around that many women doing plastic surgery and be constantly in the spotlight and not like start getting like how do i look i need to. i'm not good enough
1: i think chris one day was just like do you want as much money as the rest of them and she's like
0: oh it's that easy
1: Yes, for the same reason that they built Kylie like a robot. Yeah. They're like, That's listen, your never, father,
0: O.J. Simpson, isn't going to... Just kidding. That's not Kylie's father. Kylie's Chloe, father. the
1: rumor. Oh, Chloe. yeah. Listen, <laughs> I've seen O.J.'s other kids. That ain't her daddy. <laughs> Plus, there was already like a... a anyway, um, we have black woman questions. Go oh. On. um, I love
0: Chloe Kardashian. Lighter-skinned black women and darker-skinned black women. Is there... There's a light skin,
1: is, dark skin rivalry, period,
0: period. It's not a woman thing. It's a, it's, black it's a black, it's a black thing.
1: I tell me about it. Have never been included in it
0: because you're somewhere in the middle. Cause I'm midtone. Cause you're like, I'm midtone. Yeah.
1: I'm, you're just, not light enough
0: to be light skin. You're not dark enough to be like dark nope. skin. So you're just out there.
1: My mom's light skin.
0: Does that make you feel okay? Does that make you feel ostracized? That I'm mid-tone? Yeah. No. No, you don't feel unincluded. You're just like, this is the safe zone. I I have to be part of this inner
1: war. Yes, I deal with less bullshit because there's
0: not people making. It's not like people also in the black community like feeling
1: like they have to. Yeah. Like they're against you. Uh huh. Never had to deal with that light skin dark skin bullshit. I would see them going back and forth like a, you know, tennis game. And And you're
0: like, hey, just so you know, because that's the funny thing to me is like when I think of. But Racist white people want to think of, like, the American system. It's like, at the end of the day, fight all you want. White people aren't going to see light-skinned black people as less black. As far as, like, racism and holding people black,
1: back? White people assume light-skinned black people are mixed with white. Mm, so that they're, like,
0: better. Uh-huh. But then does that bleed into the community where the light-skinned people... Light-skinned, this is... This is. Do you know how that started? Um. What people assume people are mixed? Are we going to get into like
1: Thomas Jefferson no, 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 rape no, no, no. shit or like what? No. Why there is the light skin, dark skin issue? No. Light skin, dark skin issue started because the lighter you were, the closer you worked to the house.
0: Oh. So it's like they thought they were. So there's like animosity towards the lighter skin because they get to be In indoors. The house. And also being outdoors probably made you get even darker, I would uh-huh. assume. So if you
1: were born dark, you're just going to get darker because <coughs> you're, you're out of you going to get field. darker stay in the field. God damn. There so was, there's like
0: animosity because of that. Still? Mm. Even though it's like you
1: weren't in a field. Well, we know the origin of it. Yeah. So, but it's like you still hold it against each other? Not that you hold it against each other. It's There's always joke about like, oh, you do light skin shit or you do dark skin shit. Oh, like, like light skin dudes are always seen as more sensitive. Yeah. Like your Drakes, for example. You, yeah, you're like... Yeah, light skin dudes are just, like, there's just these different, like, you can literally go on Instagram and type hashtag team light-skinned, hashtag team dark-skinned, and there's <sighs> memes for both. Is that frustrating? No, it doesn't affect me.
0: Yeah, no, not to
1: you, but do you think... I think it's stupid. Do you think it,
0: it keeps the there black community like from can, being as powerful of a voice as they could be? Or do you think that's it's just a an separate infighting. thing?
1: The thing is, it's an infighting thing, but it's not debilitating. No, it's
0: like th- at the end of the day, you all still come together. This is the other
1: thing: when two black people get together, we don't know what color our kids are going to be anyway.
0: That's what I was going to say next: is that like you said, your mom's light skin.
1: Yeah, but she's lighter than my grandma. Is and that my like uh, do did white people ever go like
0: your dad? You know, like your dad must be really dark, or think that like I remember being little and thinking. It, you like all of my black friends must just be the same color as their parents or that like it was like some in the middle. And then I had like two of my best friends were like both way darker than their
1: parents. Mm-hmm. Like my god sister has two kids and she's very light. Yeah. And he's dark. And their kids are both in the middle. In the middle.
0: But sometimes it's like something like that happens and then it's
1: like one dark kid, one light kid. You ne- You literally... I could get with a guy who's the same complexion as me because sometimes you can get two light skinned people, people together and you can get two dark skinned people together. You can get a lighter baby because you don't know who's mixed with what. Yeah. And you don't know what's going to show up. Yeah. Because there's so much different Because my grandma history. was brown and my grandfather was more of like a red tone. Mm. And my mother's yellow. Yellow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because there's red bone
0: and there's yellow bone. I don't see these I think that there's a part of me that's colorblind. I have this conversation all the time, like I don't see it.
1: I've been called red bone before, and I thought it was confusing. Yeah, because I'm not. No, I feel like now I, mean in the summer, like if I go to the beach, I get very red, and uh, then I go brown. Mm. So you burn like a white person? I don't burn.
0: Not burn, but like the white people who tan. I'm talking about them, like they're like a that the white people who tan. It, the uh,
1: red, like if you see me, like the
0: secret agents, they turn s- they're
1: like I burn first, and then it's I. It's not that I burn first; is that the red in my skin will come out, will
0: appear, okay, and then I'll tan. Does that happen when you drink, like Asians?
1: No, because mm. I don't blush.
0: Oh, it's and just a blushing, skin tone. You wouldn't know. I just never under, even getting makeup like as a white lady, having like MAC makeup artists go like, you need this thing, the NC or the like the, the they are trying to describe the difference in the tones. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Right. I have Which a, one uh, matches my head?
1: Um, um, yeah, I like wearing blush. And my mother was messing with me. And she was like, why are you wearing blush? She's like, listen, I know the 80s was a hard time for black people in blush. I've seen <laughs> TV before. Let me you live need, my life. You need some type of color. If you make your face all one color because of makeup, you have to put life back in it. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to, like you look. Highlight. And highlight, Do different parts. And you just look. I mean, even if you don't contour and highlight, it's if you do a concealer under the eye, you're going to like just wash out. It just washes you out when you're all one tone. hundred percent. Right. So you need a little
0: blush. I keep thinking I'm going to end and then I keep thinking of different questions. Um, Did the hair question get answered? For you, you? I think so. I think so. If people don't think so, they can reply and at tweet at me, and then we'll have to do a follow up. That's fine. I'll follow you anywhere.
1: But yeah, I uh, I went natural because I was tired of paying for my hair. Pay for hair. It's I did way the same thing, work.
0: but just with hair dye. <laughs>
1: it's way more work.
0: Yeah. To upkeep, it's like a constant. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have days where you just can wake up and not do your hair.
1: No. If no. I do those, th- if I do that, then I'm at my house. Okay, I think you're like,
0: I'm not leaving. Um, we mentioned makeup briefly, and then I, I want to touch on that
1: before we wrap up. Oh, yeah, I had to teach a white girl that uh, in Target one time, I was going to say, we were both looking at lipsticks, and I was trying to find a like a good nude. And I found one. I found, she was like, oh, try this color. I said, that's not going to work. Did she me. give you a white person nude? She did. <laughs> and I you're was like, like no, m- what I would look like nude. I, said, I was like, no, it's not going to be good. And it was more like a red, it like a peachy kind of nude. It says it a like lot about our culture, by the way, that that color is called nude. Yes, like that. Like the tan is called nude, and so I took. She, I was like, this color is not gonna look good on me. She's like, yeah. Well, I said, let me see your hand. She's like, okay. And you put I it on put The gloss on her hand and the gloss on my hand, and I was like, look. it looks like a completely different color. It's completely different, and she's like, it looks different than you than it does on me. And I was like, uh huh. And she was like, does all makeup do this? I was like, wow, uh-huh. her mind was blown. Yeah. Blown. Wow. I deserve wow, nothing. Blown. I was like, you blown her mind, yeah, blown her mind. You didn't blew her mind. Why did it have to go Southern? Because it was ignorant. Because uh, I I'm stereotype. Why not? Cool. You know
0: what Southern people do? They make more Southern of their accent.
1: <laughs> you know? I remember a Southern dude who had to drop his Southern accent to a less Southern Southern accent when he was at work. <laughs> I had to do a less Southern Southern because they don't think I'm very bright. He said one day he was like, you know, I can't talk like I usually talk for these uh, up here white folks. They're not going to do business with me. They're not going to do business with me. And you're like, what? So he had to drop
0: his Southern accent. That's so, he's like. To a more neutral Southern accent. How are you? <laughs> just trying to not be southern, but he's so southern it sneaks out. He's like,
1: hey, "Hey, what's up?" Because he, he was just like, "Because before it was just like, if he talked, you heard, right?" then
0: it was like, "The, the south. South. Well,
1: hey, how y'all doing? How y'all? How
0: y'all do? How, how y'all doing? Uh Makeup, okay. This and then we'll we'll wrap up, or this will be the wrap up. Uh You are you work in entertainment, so you're on set a lot with makeup artists. Do you yes. do you run into a problem with that as a black woman? Sometimes.
1: Is it? I have more issues with my hair, hair than makeup. Than my makeup. Yeah. Do you think
0: it's also like because the industry is, I think, starting to open up and and be more like aware of diversity and giving equal opportunity? Do you think it's getting better? Because when of that?
1: I have a makeup artist who is a person of color, she gets it. I'm fine.
0: Do you have you ever had a white person who's like, ah.
1: yeah? With white people, you end up being a little more flat. Uh, have you ever had someone just totally botch it? I had someone totally botched, it and it was actually two black chicks totally like the worst makeup job i ever had done. Wow. was two black chicks. Uh the worst styling of my afro actually was a black chick out I didn't they trying to make you
0: look bad? No, this haters. is what happened.
1: <laughs> I was it was two black chicks I was on the shoot and one of them was very dark skinned, one of them was very light skinned. So they both had experience with their skins. <laughs> right. And so what happened was there was a white girl and there was a very black and it was a very brown skinned girl. Their makeup looked great. I was in the middle of everyone. Do you think that they tried terrible. to mix everyone's makeup together? I don't or know they? what the fuck they did, but I looked awful. Uh, um, the hair thing, actually, the best tip I've ever gotten on how to style my afro came from a hairstylist at E. Wow. Uh, David Roberts is the best, and uh, he showed me to take the bottom of a rat tail comb. There are separate combs for rat tails. <sighs> you know that's not what that means. Oh, you know, oh the the combs with the little yes, it's called a rat tail. Okay, comb. I was like, oh no, they have their own combs now. Oh my god, you're out of your mind.
0: <laughs> um, we have to stop them.
1: You're such a dumb dumb. <laughs> uh You take a bottle of a rat tail comb and then go through it and pull up the curls that way, and that's the best way to like. Just like I saw him do it, and I was like, them? this is like so pick. Pat, it changed pat, your pat, life. Pat. It changed my life. That's amazing. It changed my life, and I was like, of course a gay man taught me how to do my afro, because um, he cares about his career and his hairstyling ability um and then the worst job i had someone do on my hair was a black chick on a show that sucks and i was like she just put too much oil in it but i should have known it was terrible because her heat her weave was the worst her and weave didn't look good and her like weave was fucked God, that's
0: just like at
1: any time when i see a lot of fucked up weaves in los angeles i mean that's so weird they're real bad it's That's just braid itself. That's why I got my hair done in Atlanta. Because I did not trust I was like, like, I don't trust these bitches to braid me. I'm not letting these girls out here do my hair. Fuck. Uh uh-uh. uh. Even a kitchen beautician was better than the shit I seen out here. <laughs> rough ass waves. Rough oh, ass man. waves. Man, the, the struggle is real. So real. But uh I hope I answered all your questions about you did.
0: Any other things that you want to add? Anecdotes, things that maybe you uh feel like need to be said or that you have had asked a lot that you're like, I just want to clear the air. Um Or just any you know tidbits of life advice that have nothing to do with being a black lady
1: black people are a lot of monolith mhm as in <laughs> it's very frustrating that everything i do represents all black women yeah um thanks for doing this podcast huh <laughs> thank you for doing this podcast you're welcome
0: remember that about all of my guests but keep listening yes
1: um stop assuming all black people are all black people stop assuming that all black people are poor Okay. Because I was at a college and a girl came up to me. And she was like, so what was it like growing up in the ghetto? I was like, what? She's like, you know, in the projects. And I was like, I didn't do that. I'm second <laughs> generation suburbs. Get away. What do you. T- who told you? Yeah. That? She just had assumed. She that. just assumed I grew up in the project.
0: That's so embarrassing for her. Yeah. So was a college student. We're like colleges. And I don't know. She was, a co- like she was a college student working for the
1: newspaper. Wow. What a terrible journalist. Uh-huh. I hope she has a different major. Oh, she's going to work for Fox. <laughs> uh, for sure, oh so God! Exciting. she was probably already interning there, girl, and um, <laughs> but yeah, we're not all poor, we're not all educated we're not all we're not uh, all this one thing, but
0: you're all good at singing and dancing. I'm kidding
1: that's <laughs> not true <laughs> um, I am uh you are uh, but I've also been performing since I was a little girl, so uh, but it's. Him. I think I just want people to see us. Just like I'm an individual, I'm a human. See me. Yeah. See and it's me. like Acknowledge me, we are me. not all like we're gonna go to Comic Con. We're gonna go to We're gonna play D D. We're gonna go to Star Trek conventions. We're gonna go to an Arctic monkeys concert. Like we're <laughs> not all Arctic
0: monkeys. So I
1: needed something real white. Um I'm now I'm embarrassed at how excited I got. Oh, I love I them. Love the I love monkeys. I love architecture monkeys. Um it's Stop assuming. Stop assuming. Like get to know you. Quit being afraid. Yeah. Like stop being afraid. Cause the thing is, it's I grew up here and I'm not an American. I'm not. I am something extended from that. I'm seen as something different. My great my grandfather was in World War II. Mm. And he came back to a country that hated him. And it's very I hate the fact that my brother's scared to leave the house. I hate the fact that if I see the cops, my stomach drops. Mm-hmm. I hate the fact that people don't have sympathy for us. That people can watch a video of get and choked somebody getting killed and they don't care and they wonder what did he do and you can hear somebody saying I can't breathe and you don't stop or that you can shoot in a car and there's a kid in the back or you can look at me and assume that I, have, I didn't grow up with a father or that I know someone in jail or I can't take care of my kids, but I can take care of yours. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's the over-sexualization and the fact that we can't leave. I'm from here. I can't go anywhere. I have no... And if we... We've been asking the entire time to just see us as people. And that's not allowed. I am loud. I'm angry. I'm a fetish. I am a obstacle. I am something to be feared. I am something that is to be dealt with. I'm something that is to be fucked. I'm so I'm all these other things. Yeah. But I'm not human. Human. I'm not a person. Um we're not seen as consumers. We don't seen as we, we don't we're not seen as people who contribute. Um Because what's been frustrating for me is to know that my entire life, black people have been 13% of the population. And before Latinos were under us, and now they're 17. Yeah. But there's not a system to lock them up. There's a system to send them back. There's not a system to lock them up.
0: There's still a system to lock up black people.
1: There's a system to lock up black men if you lock up one half of a population, they can't procreate. If you make us so afraid Mm. of the government, we won't fill out a census. Literally when the census came out, there were black people. So then you
0: technically on paper don't exist.
1: And we make sure we don't. Yeah. Because I don't want you to know that there's a black, I don't want you to know I'm in my house. Yeah. Because I don't want to be. Fuck no. I don't want you to know a black person lives here yeah so when the census came we put mixed race on the bitch and sent it back wow we're mixed my mother's only 72 percent black which she told everyone she was mixed for two months and i'm like you're light skinned they know
0: um but which is so sad but i know i
1: understand how that serves someone because of the way i don't look black on anything my grandma from jamaica does not said she's not black that's the but the thing is she's from Jamaica. She might not be black. There's Chinese no, Jamaican. She is black. Right. But you know But at some
0: point that uh, she was light skinned enough that She passed. She passed. And I could serve her.
1: Right. I can't pass. My mom's light skinned she still can't pass. Yeah. She can be confused for a lot of different races. But
0: That you have to like hide that.
1: Yeah, because you want to be able to get a fucking opportunity. Yeah. That's why I have my name. My mother's name. My grandmother's name is Beulah Hill. My mother's name is Marianne Hill. My brother's name is Lawrence Sloan. I'm Dulce. Yeah. Nobody knows what race I am. Yeah. So when I come into a job interview, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's just the name on a paper. Okay. Because a girl I was college with, her name is Precious Jewel. Wow. is her first name. Oh. And she was putting Precious on her. She was trying to get a job. And she was putting Precious on this was before the movie came out. Anyway. Resumes. Yeah. And on resumes. And for two months she could not get a job. And her the girl at the temp agency asked her do you have a middle name? She's like yeah. She said what is it? She said Michelle. She changed her resume to P. Michelle Lowe Send it back to me. She sent it back to her. She had a job in three days. It's
0: ridiculous.
1: For two and a half months she couldn't get a job. People won't even look. even look in the trash can right pressure problem this problem can always get a job again i'm bilingual but it's the hardest part about being here in los angeles is that i never felt invisible in the south no okay you feel invisible here very much so invisible, ignored. Uh I had a I went to a restaurant. I was in like I think I was in uh it wasn't West Harley, it was in like Culver City. Beverly and, Hills? Oh Culver City. Like okay. near Culver City. And I go into the restaurant and it's during lunch hour. I just left mm-hmm. the meeting. It's during lunch. And I was by myself because I just left the meeting and I wanted to get lunch before I went back over here. Yeah, get back on the east side, and there are people coming in, and some of them are in groups, and some of them by themselves going to get lunch. And the hostess was, uh, I think she's like, she was Middle Eastern, and the other dude was, and the other host was black. And uh, there were people who were coming. In, they're like, "Can I help you? Can I help you? How many? How many? How many?" And I come and I'm standing there, and a black dude goes, "Oh, you need something?" Oh, fuck. I said, what? He's like, you need something? He's like, you know, he, and he was like, I said, yeah, a table. He's like, oh. I said, why didn't you ask me? How many? If or- I needed a table. He's like, nah. And I was like, I'm good. Thank you. Ugh. But it's, li- it's always little shit. Yeah. It's always little shit. But you notice it. I mean, it's. And I noticed everything. So when I took my mom shopping when she came in town and we were down in Beverly Hills going all these different places, I was paying attention to who talked to us. Yeah. And every time we came in, we got service immediately. Wow. About a ring at Mickey Moto. Nice. And Kenneth Fujimoto, who's amazing, came in, boom, talked to me immediately. I have more issues with in restaurants here. Yeah. I've had a lot of issues in restaurants. Because, of course, if they already think black people don't tip and you don't want to do your fucking job anyway because you're getting ready for that audition, yeah, that, you're not going to help break. me. Yeah, like- right. Your big break ain't coming. Take my fucking drink order. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to be that way, but I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. um, It's. This is the weird thing about being black. Is that you are taught. These are all of the problems. These are all the things you have to navigate, mm-hmm. and then you're taught it can't debilitate you. You can't let it bother you. You not that it can't let it bother you. You can't let it keep you from continuing on, handicap you. Yes, okay. you have to keep going. You have to keep going, and and because at the there's same a pace. because that's what I was telling you that day. I have a guilt behind. If there's ever those days where I kind of feel depressed, I have a guilt behind it. Yeah. Or if someone calls me the N-word and I get upset, I have a guilt behind it. That you gave them the power to like, you got upset. Not that I gave them the power to, to give me, to make me upset. You just feel guilty about being upset. Yes. Because I know that my grandmother went through worse my great grandmother went through worse. Yeah. I'm descended from slaves. And I'm upset cuz someone called me a word, or I'm upset that someone was rude to me in a restaurant, or I'm just sad today. Yeah, but the sad
0: today thing I would argue that that is a culture thing in general that most people are taught put a smile on your face, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. It's like people have it worse but with minorities it's because i i i know most people i know who on top of their depression they have guilt about it because it's like
1: i feel bad that i feel bad because it's like what do i have to feel bad about right but that's what do i have to be bad about with minorities it's it's, like you do have something to feel bad about You're right too and we've been through so much shit yeah you're sad because you're lonely i'm descended from slaves yeah my mother went through jim crow yeah. My mother's only in her 50s. Yeah. My mother remembers integration. Yeah. She was 10 the first time she went to school with, with white people. Yeah. I'm only 34. So that's one generation back. Yeah. My mother remembers integration. My mother remembers when they had to go to a segregated dance class. Wow. And I'm sad. About whatever the fuck I'm sad You're about, like, and I had a bad day. Right, And I had a bad day. Yeah, and so, but I also have to go. Okay, I have to allow myself to feel these emotions. Yeah, because I have to allow on. my right, have to allow myself to experience them. So the weird thing about being black is that we should be the saddest. We should be the angriest. And the thing when people think about your know, black women have an attitude, they're so angry. It's you know, I and think I saw like they're not that,
0: even half as angry as like, we I could think be. they should be. Yeah. Right.
1: But I saw a tweet that I retweeted and a girl said, black women are always going to be loud in a world that never intended to listen to us. Hmm. And I never understood being with black woman until I got here because I've never felt ignored like that before or sort of dismissed. Do you think part of that is because there's less black people here? Yes. The fact that I had to hunt them down. You had to find them. I don't even people. know if there's less black people here. I just know I don't. They're you not, don't know where they are. I don't know where they where are. Where are you, black people? I'm not where they're at. And the thing is, I didn't grow up in predominantly black neighborhoods. Yeah, I grew up. I literally describe my friends, this neighborhood I live in now is the neighborhood I grew up in. I was going to ask you that if you feel comfortable here because there's such a like heavy Latin culture. I grew up with Latinos. I'm used to seeing them. Yeah. The problem is these Latinos aren't used to seeing me. You. Okay. So you don't feel like that camaraderie that you felt. When I first moved here, I mean, it's not, it wasn't like a big camaraderie with them. It was... I was an, I spoke Spanish. That's yeah. where it came from. Mm-hmm. And I was their neighbor. Yeah. We saw each other every day. I went to school with their kids. I hung out with their kids. I was, yeah. li- I was, in, it was in like middle school. Yeah, your neighborhood friends. Sc- right. And so the little kids in the neighborhood, I would watch them and talk to them, whatever. When I first moved over here, I had a black dude in the grocery store down the street go, So, uh, you live here? I'm like, yeah. Uh oh, no, nah, we don't live here. I'm sorry, what? I've had three different black lift drivers bringing me home to Highland Park. You live in Highland Park? Yeah. Oh, we don't live here. We what? We don't live here. That's crazy. Because there's two other black comics that live over here, and they've had lift driver, black lift drivers say the same thing to them. Wow. Black people don't live over here. And you're like, apparently they do. Yeah. I don't know if we're gentrifying or just living. Does but- stuff
0: like that hurt you like in a way that you're like, does that sort of come off sometimes as like a denial of your blackness? No. Like are you like, I am black? Don't take
1: that from mm, me. It's not a denial of blackness. It's people when the, when people would tell me I talked white, that was a denial that was a of denial blackness. of blackness. I don't get that anymore okay. i st- when I hear my voice recorded, I still think I don't sound like a black lady. yeah um, but I guess I sound more black than I used to. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I didn't know I talked white because I went to white elementary school and then I went to black elementary school and everyone told me I talked white. Yeah, and I didn't try to. And my mother was like, "I was like, Mama, she's like, you gonna get a job? Don't fuck it up." <laughs> so I didn't make a conscious. I tried to, you know, assimilate as best as I could, but this is the blackest I'm ever going to sound. Yeah, which it's
0: fu- it's fine. You don't have to sound like anyone else. You
1: sa- you be yourself. Right. It should So, be- but it's but when you go to auditions, it's like, can you do a little bit more sassy? It's as sassy as I get, like they are like, could you be more black? Right, and so I was at a. Uh, yeah, I was shooting something and they were like, and the director was like, "Could you be more sassy?" I was like, "I don't get no sassier than this." He's like, "Perfect." I was like, "Shut up." Damn. Right. That Fre- this girl, uh, Frederica
0: Meeks, who doesn't really do stand up anymore, but I met her when I first started out here. She uh, had a bit about going to an audition and they're like, "Could you be more black?" And she was like, "More black. More black."
1: was black Who oh, oprah okay you get a, it like, a, ah! like an over impression i was like that's so fucking i had fun. a friend who was told to be more gay at an audition he was like i suck he's like well, unless i'm sucking a dick I, this is the gayest, this is I, gayest get. I get you want gayest. me to suck your dick i will that's the gayest i get but yeah it's the it's being told it's being told that and that's the crazy part, that getting an education is acting white. Being smart is acting white. Well, it's Sound like
0: may, that being a way for like, especially like if that's a way like black people make fun of each other, I feel like that's a way that the system wants you to hold yourselves back. Uh-huh. That so it's exactly. Like,
1: if, it benefit, if you tell, telling an entire, telling generations of black people that getting educated is acting white they're going to make a point not to be educated. Yeah, cuz they're like we don't Some be of them, Uncle Tom. And then the rest of them that are paying a fucking attention are just like, wait a minute. And you're like, it, yeah. Hold on. So you're telling me that I need to get an education to be successful in this world. But I'm being told by them this is acting white. So I can't be successful if I don't act white. Exactly.
0: Fuck. Fuck everything.
1: So, being white is attached to being successful. I'd rather be, but I didn't come up like that. Yeah. You were just taught to be, the, be your best. All of my grandmother, my grandma had five kids. All of them went to college. Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't say all of them graduated. I said all of them went. They, well, that's miles ahead of uh, a yeah. lot of people. A lot of people don't go. So it's, but like I was saying, the weirdest thing about being black is that it's it's the immediate, I could be anywhere. And if there's some white chick somewhere acting a fool, or if there's anything ridiculous going on wherever I am, yeah, I can look at another black person <laughs> and just like and say nothing.
0: Jedi mind,
1: Jedi mind. No, you're both thinking, girl, like this, girl. This it's bitch. look, respond, look. Both look at what happened, tilt head to what happened, look back at another black person, nod our head and go, girl. And then we had a whole thing. I just got the secret code, everyone. Right. <laughs> Did you hear that? Write that
0: down. Look, look back, head nod, turn. I forgot it. <laughs> right.
1: So it's not all, but it's sometimes it's. But it's like nice feeling that like community. If something's going on, I can look for another black person to go. Just look at them. and Especially if it's white people doing something. Yeah. Always look. Wherever I am, I look for where the black people are. Do you ever are. do
0: that and then there's no black person around? You're like, nobody's going to believe me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was down at Georgia Tech, me and two other black chicks, uh, one of them being precious, and these white boys had taken a reclining couch, put it in the street, and set it on fire. God, I hate... Oh, white people, stop it. And uh, this was when camera phones had first come out, so the camera was an attachment. Uh, Like, it went to the headphone jack. mm. And I took that picture, and there was two of them... This was before Facebook. And... 'Cause that's how old I am. And uh even this <laughs> you know, Facebook came out, my like my junior or senior year at college. Um, and so it was a picture of them posing next to this burning couch. Fuck. And when we got to school, like when we got back, we were at lunch the next day, they're like, What happened? We were like, Girl <laughs> These white boys is fucking fools. Boom. But fucking with white dudes, it's always this is a black girl fetish, this is a fat girl fetish. Are you gonna ask me stupid fucking questions? I had a white dude try to run his fingers through my hair. And I'm just like, nope, back out slowly.
0: Yeah, have been ever, like, because of that stereotype ahead of time, been, like, weird about your hair? Like, ah, I can't.
1: Yeah, they don't want to touch it. I'm like, you can touch my hair. But I don't. I thought we couldn't touch it if we give you permission. I gave you permission.
0: You can't touch anything on me without permission. That's uh, how the world's supposed to Let's work. Let's just
1: start with that. God, um, fuck. But I had a white dude who was very uh, aggressive. And because we would, like, kind of, like, wrestle before we'd hook up. Yeah. And it was very much like one day he hit me with like this mass of slaves. So I said, let me tell you what's no. not happening is that.
0: I had a black guy say something like that to me once. And I was like, N- no, I'm not going to do that. What? Girl, what did he say to you? I-, I mean that he wanted he wanted that. You're <laughs> just a up. I got to I got roll. Yeah, no. And I was like, no, I'm not. Uh, this isn't the trick where you're going to try to get me to do something racist. Absolutely not, sir.
1: Ha <laughs> No. Your
0: dick is not good enough to convince me to do
1: that. Well, and it's, it's, um.
0: I mean, for the right dick, I'd probably kill a small family.
1: Ha I'd love to beat that one. Um, yeah. Somewhere out there. It's, it's interesting. That I love we my can boyfriend. S- <laughs> He's great. He'll never ask me to murder families. Um. I think it is very confusing to white people that we've been through so much and we can still create and function and find joy, find joy and look to each other for. I've had white women say to me, they're jealous of the relationship that black women have at their job. Mm. She said, we're not taught to support each other like that
0: see i didn't know that was a white woman thing i thought my mom just hated all women and it was like a crazy person thing but maybe it's because i had to like climb out of a shithole of like i hated women for a long time Not i was never like outwardly hated them but i always felt like in competition and maybe that's just a white woman thing and i've gotten so far past that but i I find moments where i'm like you know kind of on edge with women i'm like no what am i doing there's room for all of us it's fine really yeah I, I mean, but I used to just be very much like, eh. I don't know how much was my mom just like misogynistic culture, but very much like, oh, I'm one of the guys like, and it wasn't trying to be like evil and shitty. I just was like, I'm not like the other girls <laughs> like <"Ugh>, women. <laughs> They're crazy. And it's like,
1: no, <laughs> I grew up with a bunch of boys in my neighborhood. So yeah, I play. I played with boys. I
0: grew up with boys. So I just thought like I just am like one of the but guys. I but, didn't.
1: I didn't dislike girls. Yeah. But also I couldn't just like black women.
0: Yeah. like You have to support each other. You're right. Just, because we
1: support everybody else yeah. who's going to support us. Each who's going to make sure we're fine. Who can I go to and be like, oh, this shit's so hard. Because it's because you got to deal with the bullshit from white men, black men, and white women. White. So it's white women being jealous and not understanding and not understanding um because it's y'all are so strong how come y'all are so strong and it's like because our mothers tell us we have to be fucking strong
0: yeah because like no one's gonna pick us up if
1: we're weak like that's right and it's not even if they're weak it's you have to be able to maintain yeah you have to be able to be this shit's always gonna be hard yeah you're in danger. Your children are in danger. Your pa- every person could die. For no reason. For no reason. Everybody's random. every man in your life could die. And that's Is what that I'm explaining. I would be talking to like white female comics and I'm like, well, I just don't understand. I was like, um and I just mail it like a black male comic. And I'm like, oh I love him. I'm like, he could die by the police tomorrow. And they go, Oh, wait a minute yes bitch yeah. yes he could die tomorrow but he's like a nice guy uh-huh yeah he'd never do anything wrong uh-huh. uh-huh well he would never even yep that's the point that's what i'm saying to you it's like that's how it goes but he wouldn't even uh yeah he could still be killed she's like well that's not fair and i'm like welcome home be like yeah life's not fucking fair no that's the fucking problem that's, that's what, what we're being talking black about is. yeah that's what being black is i didn't do anything but you have stop and frisk you assume that i did something fucking wrong so you spent so much time going i didn't do anything i didn't say i didn't say anything i didn't touch it so finally, you just get like fuck it yeah you already think i'm a fucking criminal So I'm going to come in your store and I'm going to fucking act a fool. Yeah. You're you're going to think I'm going to do shit anyway. I'm going to fucking knock shit off your shelf. I'm going to knock shit off your shelf. I'm going to be loud in here anyway. Because I really did not understand those women that would get loud in stores until I moved here. I'm sorry. And because it was so because people shit on the South so fucking much. I mean, For people being, shit on everywhere that's not around them because they want to be like, well, we, right. we're probably the not people that people shit on the South is the only place in America that's racist. If someone does a racist act out on stage, they have a Southern accent. Mm. No one's doing a Northern accent with some racist bullshit. The North splits up white people. You know it's more racist than the fucking South. Yeah. Y'all split up white folks. You're, you're nitpicking with what kind of white you are? Irish, Italian, German, Pol- all that is white in the South. Yeah. No one has fucking time. Yeah. No one's sitting They have a little nicknames and shit. Fine. You're Sprite. You, I'm Coke. That's the end of it. Fine. As long <laughs> as no one's drinking Pepsi, get the fuck on. Uh, like, it's. You're just white. Unless they find out you're Jewish, and that's a totally different situation. Yeah. But, and even then, anybody shooting Jews in the street. Yeah, and it's also like you could just pretend to not be if you needed to be. You can't pretend to not be black. I cannot be black. Yeah. Like somebody who's gay can't not be gay. Yeah. I can't stop doing this. I'm not I don't, I'm not Sammy Sosa. I'm not Michael Jackson. I can't change this shit. Yeah. I don't want to be pink Sammy Sosa. Pink Sammy Sosa. Pink Sammy Sosa looks crazy. He Looks like a giant thumb.
0: Oh, he does he is really pink now. I
1: he looks crazy. He wasn't attract. He wasn't attractive as a black man.
0: And now he's just Pink Sammy Sosa. Pink Sammy Sosa is his own thing.
1: He's his own thing. Pink Sammy Sosa and his. Because even Michael Jackson's color was real unrealistic, but you accepted it. Yeah, you're just like. He's also Michael Jackson. He's also Michael Jackson. Pink Sammy Sosa. You ain't got enough people for this fucking be all right. Um. Yeah, just see us like, just stop, just stop. I just need, and I need white people to stop being surprised. I can't believe that happened to you. Oh no. Where was your set?
0: Coffee store eight, but they just put out the fucking I have to call them. Fuck. Sorry.
1: They're doing like ballerine spots now. Back like earlier. Oh no. Sorry,
0: Sorry finish up. I, I'm gonna miss it anyway.
1: Um uh, oh no 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 no, you didn't, you didn't. Um. yeah quit being fucking surprised when something happens yeah oh my god they can't believe that happened to you can you not really in this in this day and age in any day and age in any time period can you not something happen. something racist happening you really can't believe it you really can't believe something racist happened to me
0: it's ridiculous that people are still saying that like it's all out I don't know It's like, like at what point are people coming out of denial? It's like, yeah, that's the world we live in. What's next? What do you do next? You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, believe it so we can fucking figure out what to do next. Believe
1: it so we can move on. Yeah. Believe us. The thing is, people don't believe, I can't believe it happened to you. Are you sure you interpret it? What? Well, are you sure they weren't just, why would you ask? Like, uh, Oh, you think I chose this? You think I was like, hmm, what could I do today? Uh, go to get a taco, make up something racist. What? There's
0: such real racism everywhere. Show. I have to deal with it. Why would I make it up? Thank you. I'm fucking busy.
1: For the same reason, like I can't believe uh, when Trump. Got like, I can't believe America's this racist. Can you not? Is it physically impossible for you to do that? It's absolutely impossible to believe that America's this racist. I mean it shouldn't be.
0: Well, if it was, it's not it's not now if anyone listens to this fucking podcast. <sighs> Thank you for doing this. You're and know this welcome. is a conversation that is hard to have and is probably fucking beating a dead horse for you at this point. Like
1: it's not. It's uh it's
0: like that I I wish you didn't have to have this conversation. Not that you have to have it, but I wish
1: that it wasn't a thing that had to be. It's but you could say this with Ever. I mean, Anyway, so it'd much. be interesting to have this conversation with a white man. I would love to... I
0: want to interview someone who is a white
1: man. I would love their perspective on how they think the world is right now. Because like, like the number of comics that want to come up to me is so easy for like women and minorities right now. It's so hard for a white dude. And I always want to go, you're fucking fine. Get out of my face. Also, it's like you're... If
0: you're struggling as a white man, like you're not good enough. Because what's you. happening now isn't people are going, women are getting a leg up, minors are getting a leg up. It's like no, they're finally being treated equal and you're realizing that you're shit. Ha- yeah, it's like you had an advantage all the time. That's the only reason you had anything. That's why white supremacists are white supremacists, because they know if they lose their advantage, they're not good enough. Right. Qualified white people aren't worried about equality because we know what equal means. I'm right. gonna be fine. Right.
1: It's the comics that aren't good enough. It's those yeah. white boys who've been mediocre because I had a dude say to me, he's like, man, it's like just all these female comics. He's like, it just, you know, it's like there just aren't that many killers. Like there's like, it's like we'd have more white, you know, we'd have more, more women, but they're like, we just don't have that many killers. Yeah, and but all like, those w- white men are killing it. And I was like, like killers. But I went, why do women have to be killers? When white men just have to be okay. I said, there's, I was like, there's so many mediocre male comics. Why do we have to kill? Why can't there be, thank you. I said, why can't there be mediocre female comics?
0: That's a pressure that I, I don't know if you feel that too on myself. Like, I feel like I have to kill. Otherwise it's like, ugh,
1: women. I don't ever
0: think about it. I mean, I don't worry about it now
1: because I'm like, I'm going to be fine. I see myself more as a black comic than a female comic. Yeah? Okay. I see myself more of a black person than a woman. Yeah, I mean... I didn't. Re- I didn't ever think about being a female comic until it didn't affect me as much until I moved to. LA. You know what?
0: I never thought about it either. Like people reminded me all the time that I was a female comic by being like, "What?" You know, people say women aren't funny. That conversation that always comes up, and I'm like, I'm not struggling. When people go, "Oh, people don't book enough women," I'm like, I'm getting spots. I don't know.
1: When I was saying it was like, you know, there's not. I was like, if like, because they said twenty percent of, f- of comics are women. Yeah. So if you have a hundred comics, only twenty of them are women. Yeah. So you physically don't have enough women. Yeah. To be on every single show every single night.
0: Well, yeah, and it's like trying to force. I don't know.
1: Unless you want one girl to run all over the fucking city. Yeah. And or it's, a like, me, girls it's like to me, it's like people
0: trying to get women on every lineup is great for us because it's like. More right. opportunities where maybe there wouldn't be if they weren't hyper focused on. I have to have a woman on,
1: Mm-hmm. and that's fine. I'll take it. Right, but it's it, it's interesting. That's why Baron Vaughn doing the new Negro show is so amazing. Yeah, because it showcases black comics that don't uh, that aren't cons- that are more mainstream
0: that aren't looked at as like quote a black comic.
1: Well, not urban comic. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because the scenes are The static's different. The stand-up's different. Yeah. Because there's, you know, this black alt comics. You're never going to see them in a black room. I mean, you know, yeah. in a black room. Um, and so I love Baron for doing that show because he's highlighting something that people don't usually think about. Yeah. And it's always... But it's what's weird is that the only comics who talk about me doing black rooms or non-black comics for the, now in this part of my career. Oh, you, or you're doing this? Are you doing, you know, this black night here, this black night there? I'm like, no, I don't really do those shows. Yeah. Never really have. Yeah. Just because just that's just the stand-up that I do. It's just you got up where you got up and now I you, got up and where now I got you up. get up where you are invited to get right. up. Right, I got up more in mainstream rooms and that's the rooms that I stuck with. Yeah. Because those are the rooms where I can get up and do time. Yeah. I didn't go. I'm never doing black rooms. I'm not doing it. You just went
0: to it. You're like, here's a comedy thing. I'm going to do it. And then you're like, right. I found my thing. Like, and, that's and kinda, then they invite you back. And, it's right. like, and then
1: they invite me back and then boom. And then I started, you know, and once you start learning who you are. Then it's like okay now I know what my aesthetic is. Yeah. Now I can fully understand what I'm doing. Yeah. And the aesthetic in black rooms is completely different. Mm-hmm. The rhythm of your set's different. Yeah. The subject matter's different.
0: My in- energy is different. The energy- in a black
1: room my set I
0: don't go I gotta bring I never go oh it's a black room I gotta bring, I bring my energy. I just organically the things I end up doing material on the way I'm reacting it uh-huh. just is
1: different because right. i'm matching the energy of the room right the dude before you was hopping a stool and jumping around you yeah can't i come and can't come and up and be like oh hey guys yeah let's just talk about let's the weather let's just talk about how i feel so you know when your boyfriend here's some Boo, bitch <laughs> shake the keys shake the key bye bye girl like that's what yeah yeah so like my boyfriend girl bye fuck your boyfriend yeah. like it's just or some of them, or what's worse in a black room is when they say nothing. It's just silent? Yes. Oh, God. Because they can't figure out where to clap or to boo. And I've seen it at Uptown one time. This, this so hard to duo watch. got at, got up. And one of my friends texted, called me immediately and texted me about like, yo, this dude just got up. And I was like, they booed him. He's like, nah. He's like, they clapped. He's like, they didn't do anything. I don't even know what that means. Oh, all the comics on the side were like, What the fuck did they do? What happened? They broke the they broke the room. <laughs> they broke black broke people. It. They just yeah. broke black people. You broke black people. You're like, Nope, we don't know whether to be happy or set. I don't know how to feel right now and I don't like it. <laughs> Get off my stage. Get off my fucking stage. And then when they finished, the host came up and was like, Yeah, man, I don't know. it's amazing listen i'm not sure what happened your next kind of coming to the stage (laughs) he's like everybody in the room was done yeah they're like i'm done i can't and if you can't get booed in a black room if you can't at least move them to boo you
0: what you're too flat yeah what did you you should at least emotionally
1: move them one way or another (laughs) some way and they just were like It's a crowd that wants to feel something. It's a crowd that's going to feel something. They can't watch a movie without talking to this (laughs) crowd. This is a group of people who can't speak to people who can't hear them. And you're right there and they say nothing? Fuck. Come on, son. You're living life wrong. (sighs) But I'm going to wrap this up because we got to eventually wrap this up. We can talk about this all day. Is there anything specifically that you wanted to ask me that we did not talk about? I think I got everything. Well, white
0: people. uh, I don't know
1: why we smoke Newports or menthols. Okay.
0: All right. That was the only question. Uh, I think I got it all. If not, I'll have to have you back. And that'll just be my way of forcing you to hang out with me again. (laughs) Got it all out your white system. Got it all out of my white lady system. (laughs) I made room to worry about being late. (laughs) Because I'm a white person. Um where can people find you? Plug your, plug your stuff.
1: I am on, uh, the interwebs. Uh, yeah, find her. I'm at, on Facebook, Instagrams, and Twitter at dual say Sloan D U L C E S L O A N. Yes. and, Dot um, which I always forget to update. So. Oh, God. I huh. literally got a message to my fan page. Uh, That's my website asking me to update it.
0: Please update your calendar. I want to know when you're coming.
1: <laughs> it's I, like from 2012. <laughs> right. But like I had college shows. So all I had was college shows for four months. That's so funny. So you couldn't come anywhere.
0: There's a way to do. I figured out like a Google calendar Google calendar. Yeah. The problem is I have a Google calendar. Well, you can make a separate a uh, thing that you save you can save your shows to like a comedy calendar within that and only that will show up <sighs> I'll, I'll have to always. i'll teach you um all right well you guys know me i'm at jms comedy thank you so much for doing this with me i appreciate all your insight
1: and wisdom thank you you are changing the world um, i'm trying girl i'm just trying to get black chicks fucked by other kinds of menses <laughs> you're doing the lord's work listen other kinds of men just come on and talk to us and in the words of my homeboy pussy never had a face uh, so that's as sad as it is exciting <laughs> i mean it's all pink on the inside ain't it oh is it i don't know i never really looked inside i think sometimes it might be
0: brown depending on what hole you're looking at. <laughs> booty hole jokes okay i'm done uh, no, i mean even like on the
1: inside of the lip i think it might still be brown oh
0: let me be honest i haven't looked at too many vaginas
1: I honestly haven't either.
0: I looked at mine once in the mirror and I was like, ah, I
1: there's find- so many layers. Well, I know that whole like, cause some girls talk about that whole beef curtain situation. Ugh. The guys talk about, well, it's just lips are different. I got confused. Cause I was just like, what are they talking about? And then I found out that vaginas are also different.
0: Yeah, I have an any. Mine's tucked in, but I learned that people with the fucking lips to the wind—it's just how they are. Sometimes the lips don't even touch. Yeah. Did you know that? Sometimes we're tall. Sometimes we're short. That's crazy
1: that they don't touch. What? Yeah, you guess you're right. That's what I like. When I saw that, I was like, "That's that's that's what? Why? 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 Who, what is this?"
0: What, sometimes way. they touch.
1: Tomfoolery. Sometimes they come together too much and then they pucker. I, do, I got duck lips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. Mine just real classy
0: you know, they're just wearing pearls your vagina is wearing a red hat <laughs> <laughs> ladies okay we're done i love you guys